Today's episode is brought to you by my new book, Fuck Whales, Petty Essays from a Brilliant Mind. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe, from the best pets to the worst sex. With over 2.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the Maharaja of moderation, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. And moderators in training, Caitlin Hall and Alan Denton. Hey! Woo! <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Guys, we got an amazing debate today. This is one that's going to piss off kids who were born in the 90s. Because we're going to talk about things that sucked from the 90s. More specifically, what's the thing that sucked most about the 90s? But I want to welcome our guests back to the show. Caitlin Hall, welcome back. And also, Alan Denton. Hey. two, Both two-time guests. Or no, I think Caitlin is your third time, right? I think four. Fourth. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. Fan favorite. Fan hey, favorite, yeah. Thanks. Hey, I was born in the 90s, though. You were born I, in the 90s. Yeah, and I was... Was anybody else here born in the 90s? 80s. Okay, so... Yeah. But I'm not mad about it, so it's yeah. fine. Hey, speaking of being born... Our own Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah, it's his birthday today, homeboy. At Happy the time birthday. of this recording. At the time <laughs> of this recording, yeah. Yeah, so not too far off from when you guys will hear it, because we hustle here at Madcast Media. Yeah. We get this shit done. Mm-hmm. And Alan, as you guys may or may not uh, remember, because if you haven't heard the episode he was on, he's the writer from Sonic Boom, writer and story editor, right? Yes, yes. Sonic, Sonic Boom. Boom. On yeah. Cartoon Network. Check Very it out. cool. It's yeah. on Hulu. It's all, every episode's streaming on Hulu. Check it out. We got a lot of the Sonic fans coming out of the woodworks when really? you came on. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah all my right. Pe- my people. <laughs> all right. I hope I didn't disappoint them. No, not at all. All right, guys. Well, we should get to the debate. I want to hear everyone's buzzer before we begin. Caitlin, let's start with yours. Let's hear yours. Wrong! There it is. Alan. And Rucka. And here's mine. If you hear a buzzer during the debate, that means somebody disagreed with someone else that we want to chime in, point out a fallacy, a correction, anything of that sort of nature. But, uh, Caitlin... We're going to start with you this week. What sucked about the 90s? Specifically, what was the worst thing about the 90s? Now, I hope you brought the heavy hitters because I sure did. Oh, <laughs> you know me. Yeah. So you know I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. So a couple of things I have. Number one, the 90s had shit TV. What were some? <laughs> I gotta agree with that. <laughs> right out the gates. <laughs> I thought you were going to already wrong me. No. So I'm really happy. Okay, so yeah. what are some of the TV shows that you guys remember from the 90s? Full House. Full House. Horrible. That's one of So the ones that I brought in. So uh, uh, Friends, Full House, Roseanne are some of the most popular ones that I looked up that were, um, you know, big in the 90s. So have you guys rewatched Friends recently? They just put it out on Netflix. Horrible. It's really, really bad. I didn't even watch watch it. <laughs> yeah, the first I, time. It's it's a shit show. <laughs> I remember watching it when it was like back in the nineties, and it was funny then, and it played. But now, like a lot of the things that are in the show now that I'm rewatching are kind of like very sexist and like homophobic and transphobic lines. Like there's a whole thing about Ross not letting his son play with like, the girls' toys, and then there's they make fun of Chandler for being gay all the time, as if it's not good. <laughs> was you that know? was that like yeah that was like the butt uh, that was the punchline in a lot of 90s yeah. shows and sitcoms yeah. and things like that. Like, I went to middle lame. school in the yeah. 90s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Well, lame. it's a different culture. It's a different time and a lot has changed in 10 years. But uh, Is yeah. that how long it's been since the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> Is it, has it? What? Oh, I guess almost almost 20. <laughs> oh, so shit. would you arguably say that this time is better than the 90s was uh, with this... those kinds of views politically? 
politically? Uh, well, some in some regards, yes. It's no longer like cool to clown on gay people, and it's a, it's okay to be out of the closet, and they're more uh, accepting and more willing. However, I think I would say that overall we have shifted a little bit further to the uh, PC side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Overall, everyone's a little bit too too sensitive. Like the thing about um, the guy playing with the uh, girl toys, boy toys. Those type of shows wouldn't be made today, and they couldn't fly those jokes today. Mm-hmm. Sure, well, yeah. they're lazy jokes. They're like, I mean, but the, but I think that that uh, you know, there's that book that's called Truth and Comedy, and so they they pick like you know kernels of things like that. Like right now, it's it, nobody's supposed to say anything on PC or uh, potentially sexist. I remember I was having an argument with a friend uh, for a while back. She was pushing the charge that uh, all of sitcoms and all of comedy and everything is just a straight white man. I'm like, well, that's not true at all. Uh, you have starting with uh, Lucy. I love Lucy. Uh, then the Carol Burnett show. Sure. Then you have uh, Gidget. You have um, Mary, Tyler, Mary Moore. Tyler Moore. Yeah. You had Murphy Brown. You had Roseanne, which had, which w- was the most successful sitcom. That's one of uh-huh. my things that I had that sucked. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, so well Friends then, Living is- Single. Mm. Was Living Single a sitcom? Yeah, yeah, it was. It wasn't good, but yeah. <laughs> but it was a female-driven sitcom. Oh yeah. Uh, I yeah. think I think the point is is that it was all just kind of so so. You said like you're not supposed to say those things. Yeah, maybe you're not supposed to supposed to say those things. But moreover, it's just kind of lame and not funny, right? Like there's other things that are more funny than to make fun of gay people I or mean, women. Friends or is still funnier than policing comedy and making everybody miserable. What like what I'm doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's say let's say that. Uh, I, those jokes, I mean, those sitcoms worked in the 90s for a reason, but I would say that the culture has shifted. So did you ever laugh at those sitcoms in the 90s? Did you think that they were funny? Well, yeah, but I was like six. So <laughs> so you were a homophobic six. six year old. Uh, okay, homophobic. hold on. Let me jump in here. Mm. Right. First off, that Friends was just not funny. Like yeah. they, every scene built up to like one punchline. The one that comes to mind is... Well, sure. Nature called and she wanted to see who else did that. Like that was a fucking Uh, that was on the show. Friends was awful. Okay, but the first episode, the first season contained a lesbian wedding. No, you're totally right about that. Not even a gay wedding, a lesbian wedding. You're with the famous line by Chandler, one that still strikes home to me. Joey, now you know how I feel every day. Every day is my lesbian wedding because Hmm. Joey was saying, first off. Mm. <laughs> well, Joey was talking about being at this lesbian wedding where everyone's a lesbian. There's a stereotype that I'm sure didn't upset everyone at the. But uh, Joey was saying he's like being Superman and not being able to use my powers because like he can't hit on any of the girls. Mm. And Chandler said, "Well, this is how I feel every day. Every day is my lesbian wedding. Relatable means." Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was an unfunny show, but it was not homophobic. It was not, there was nothing wrong with it. It was not offensive. We've only, we, when I say we, I mean you, you've gotten um, less fun. Me? (laughs) Yeah. Caitlin specifically. See, as a six-year-old homophobe. I know, I truly was. No, I was going to say, for somebody who... uh, who didn't watch Friends and says that Friends sucks? You sure remember? <laughs> I didn't a say lot. I didn't watch it. Yeah, but uh, you remember a lot of lines. Oh yeah, like, verbatim. I didn't say, Did I say I didn't watch it? No, but you said it sucked. I said it was unfunny, but it had things like "Every Day Is My Lesbian Wedding." That's memorable. And if we're gonna keep score of who's done the most uh, to advance the gay agenda, I would say having a lesbian wedding on TV in the '90s, in the early '90s, even mid '90s, was pretty, pretty groundbreaking stuff. 
I'm going to veto that because the sitcom that should get the credit for that, and I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan, but it's the Ellen, the Ellen DeGeneres uh, sitcom. It It wasn't called the Ellen show because that's what the new show is. It was just Ellen. It was just Ellen. That's right. No, her show now is Ellen. What was the show back then? I thought it was Ellen. Maybe it was Ellen. Whatever. The Ellen DeGeneres sitcom in the 90s. That's the one that really broke ground. And Friends, those fucking cowards, they don't have the (laughs) balls. They just followed in her footsteps because she got ratings. And and eventually her show got canceled because she came out as a lesbian. Yeah. It had the first lesbian kiss on television. That's right. Ellen did? Ellen. Wow. I I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I'm going to even say even more is Will and Grace. Would be way more than that, but, but I think that they didn't even come in until like ninety nine yeah, or ninety seven or and something. And what's your what's your beef with Friends now? I like how I've become like their defense attorney. <laughs> but what what, what uh, why were they cowards? Friends, yeah. Well, I I, I would say that uh, Friends Friends plays played it safe with their comedy. No, All they their, did, well, their lesbian episode was like their pilot. Oh, that was their pilot Not episode. The wedding, but Ross announcing that his wife left him for a woman. That did was that in the come, beginning. Did that come before or after the Ellen Ellen came? I out? don't know. You're the one who who drew <laughs> this comparison. All right, we'll have the listeners call in and, and correct yeah. us if we're wrong. Because I believe Ellen, because it was a big deal when Ellen did. She lost her job. She lost the sitcom. She lost Middle America. A lot of people were upset and pissed. Mm-hmm. I went back and I watched that clip because I never saw it when it first aired. I didn't really care, and there were, the internet wasn't really a thing uh, where you could just look up these yeah. clips. I went and looked it back, and they actually handled it pretty well. It was a very very um you know is an emotionally impactful scene and you could tell ellen as as a performer was visibly shaking in that scene because she was that nervous wow. it was a big big deal now to the to the thing about uh the jokes becoming you know culture becoming more pc we're not able to make these uh, like gay jokes and things i think there is a difference between uh making jokes at the expense of gays but they are still Attempt, attempts at humor versus homophobia which comes from place of hatred and I don't know some people wouldn't wouldn't draw that distinction I think that culture has changed and those jokes may have flown in the past clearly don't they don't now mm-hmm. they're just not that funny and Alan and I were talking about this just before we came over yep. where in an attempt to tell a joke if your intent is to make people laugh and you fail you're guilty of telling an unfunny joke not necessarily <laughs> of like you know no the jokes yep. are not less funny as far as like the the gay jokes and stuff they're they're no less funny now than they were you guys have just gotten less funny oh my god <laughs> fuck you Rucka. Here, here's the thing mm-hmm. let me get let me point out this classic line from the honeymooners the old old sitcom the from honeymooners like the, yeah from like there's the a great a great 90s show for <laughs> <laughs> but this is, a, this is mm-hmm. a perfect example i think of what we're, what i'm trying to illustrate in the honeymooners there's that classic line where he would uh I think he would threaten to punch his yeah, wife. To the moon. To the moon. To the moon, Alice. Right to the moon, Alice. Yeah. And it was kind of implied. Even that uh, that uh, that cartoon that that's going viral right now on the internet that, uh, ooh, does somebody touch my spaghetti? That guy, <laughs> <laughs> when he's chasing his kid around, the subtext is he's going to beat the shit out of him. And uh-huh. that was kind of understood and accepted back then. Whereas today, if you, can you imagine a sitcom where the guy... You know, well, like just lighthearted. It was like, I'm, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to slap the shit out of you, lady. I'm going to slap the shit out of you, lady. Can you yeah. even imagine a sitcom like that today? I, it would be very dark and they, you, you, there might be a way to do it. But that's like a, just a, a shift in culture and times and everything. Would you agree with that, Rucka? Yeah, like violence used to be much more prevalent. But do you think that, that kind of joke could ever fly today? Like it, the honeymooners? Fly with me. Well. Here's the thing. But I nobody. Just think- it would. Sorry. Hold on. It wouldn't make the joke would make no sense because guys today's guys today married men are less masculine than their wives. So it wouldn't make sense to have a character saying he's going to hit his wife. It would make more sense for him to say she's going to hit me. Yeah, yeah that does fly. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I think it does. I I don't know. I don't really. I cut my cable, by the way. Good. Yeah. You proud? Oh, good. Bravo. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, so here here's mm-hmm. just what I think, though. I think that you know, besides the fact that you know that these jokes are being made. I just think it's a cheap way to do comedy. I just think mm-hmm. it's cheap. It's been so, done before. Richard Pryor did it back in the 80s, and now it's done. And we already wait, did it. Wait, and what's so, done? Like, just like the sexist and homophobic and all that oh, shit. We, I just feel we like we didn't it's, do it. Richard Pryor did it. No, society Whoa. did it. Like, oh. we already did this. And we, I, like, so now I feel like I we can on. move I'm on from sure it. I'm not sure I signed up for this society. <laughs> wait, hang on. Richard Pryor did some jokes so nobody else can do jokes anymore? Mm-hmm. I just feel like. It, okay, so like that was the era in the '90s and the or the '80s or whatever, and now at this point it's played out. You don't want to do something that's been done before. We, we, we all know how Friends followed in the footsteps of Richard Pryor, <laughs> ripping off all of his well, classic material. I, I, I think I know what you're saying. You're saying like in a sense, all comedy was inspired by what came before. No, it whatever. Just right. cut everything I just said. No. <laughs> uh, no, we're having a discussion. No, yeah, I, I will say I will say this that uh, we here at Madcast are not fans of cheap humor. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what else do you have? You have the sitcoms in the 90s. I'll agree, most of them sucked. I didn't like anything from the 90s yeah. except for Seinfeld and The Simpsons, and that's it. Also, I gotta say, just one last thing, is that all of the stuff then super lacked diversity. Like, Friends is like, white friends date each other. Full House is white people raise a family. Roseanne is white family complaining, and it's like, Sure, oh, The Fresh on. Prince is black people. Oh my Cosby God. Cosby Show. What? Okay, what, okay. What? Oh my God, what? We're Benson. Getting- I, I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get away with the way no. I usually do it anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, you get you you're uh you're in the uh, wheelhouse of people who grew up watching the 90s shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I will say one other thing though. Married with children. Mm-hmm. By the way, that show was so <laughs> fucking raw and and still to the day like I'll go back and I'll watch Married with Children clips and I'm like I'm, I'm like sweating watching this shit. And I'm like, oh, there's no fucking way this would get by today. Uh, you know, times have changed. Culture has mm-hmm. changed. I would say that those shows were funny in their time. Uh, some of the some of the material doesn't hold up today. It's dated. It doesn't even that show that I just mentioned, Benson. It's um, you know, it's like kind of a I think I think he's like a black butler or something. Yeah. It's very well written, though. It's really funny. What was making you sweat and married with children? Oh, I don't I don't specifically remember. I think they were. It was like a very flippant abortion joke or something. Oh. Yeah, it was it was something like that. And then the, there was the whole no man movement, a very like anti woman movement. And then the yeah. jokes he would make at the expense of oh the his fat neighbor. women in the store, the fat women in the store that would yeah. not fly today. I mean, you maybe they also did that in Friends a lot with Monica with uh, fat jokes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so, oh the flashbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Fat Monica. Mm-hmm. Jesse Jesse P.S. from Cringe versus Cringe on this network and Pot Awful. He posted a screenshot from remember John Stewart's book America the book. Mm-hmm. So in in that book, there is a little caption where they're trying to read into the future. When that book came out, I think, uh, you know, 10, 12 years ago, whatever. Probably, yeah, probably a little bit longer, maybe 15 years ago. They said in 2015, they're predicting the future. They said the fat acceptance movement will be okay. And everybody, instead of going to the gym and and taking diets, will just accept that everybody is just uh, uh, bigger. And we'll all say this is our new standard of beauty. (laughs) And uh, people will change their dating profiles and blah, blah, blah. blah. He's, He's like, this is in Jon Stewart's book. From 10, year, 10, 12 years ago. Called it. Called it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, times have changed. Those fat jokes that they used to make in Married with Children, I don't think would fly today. And you know what's interesting about that show 
is the neighbor, Marcy, who is a lesbian. I think a real life lesbian. Yes, she was. She wrote most of those jokes. She <laughs> what was. Do you, what do you mean Whoa, most like, of the it's jokes? It's like she had a mind of her own and wasn't offended by <laughs> things that are plainly funny. That show was great. It should fly today. We shouldn't talk about it like this invisible entity of, of what's acceptable is looming over us, dictating what we're allowed to joke about. Oh, you mean all the like chicken leg jokes that the you chicken did about leg jokes, her? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Even jokes at her own expense. I mean, yeah, she's a comedian. She's very funny. She was self-deprecating. She was able to make jokes at her expense and and uh, you know sexist jokes and whatnot. I what? th- I think that everybody. I mean, you're allowed to make jokes about whatever. I just think, oh. in my opinion, <laughs> thank you. Well, you just keep saying like I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. Like you're allowed to do it, but I just, in my opinion, as a like comedic writer, it's cheap. Well, you can make a joke, and either it flies or it doesn't. Uh, yeah. and, and here's the thing with, with, when it comes to jokes being cheap, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of blue humor is kind of looked down upon. I, I like to have it with, a bl- and what I mean by blue humor is, uh, dick jokes, fart jokes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit humor, scat humor, that sort of thing. It can sometimes get you a cheap laugh. Uh, you know, there's a case to be made for it, the case against. So what what else? So uh, the sitcoms largely, I would say, sucked in the 90s. Okay, cool. So what you else? agree with me on yes. that. All right. I, I agree Number with you Number two, uh, the 90s had shit music. Okay. Yeah. Compared to the 80s, though? The, <laughs> the 80s had fantastic music, and I don't know what you're talking like what? about. Uh, Prince, we had Michael Jackson, we had Oingo Boingo, we had Cheap Trick. We had, don't look uh, at him. Amazing. He, he doesn't listen yeah, to music. I, know, I haven't heard it, any of these, except for <laughs> Michael Jackson. Amazing, incredible music in the 80s. 90s sucked. So, Smash Mouth. Okay. Limp Bizkit. And okay. Kid Rock all came out <laughs> in the 90s. Those were all like 99. Uh, uh, they were still in there, still though. 90s. And I feel like those three are enough to ruin a whole decade. Do you know that <laughs> Kid Rock got nominated for a fucking Grammy? Oh, they give out Grammys like candy. Yeah, but Kid Rock for that song, that bang to bang, diggy uh, diggy, that's the song. You guys ba-ba-da-ba. didn't watch the Grammys that year. If you would have seen his performance of that song, you would have been blown away. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it one of the rare instances of the Grammys where they didn't have technical audio issues yes yeah well fantastic and because you had and you had rosie o'donnell hosting and just being like foul mouthed and she yeah. introduced kid rock as like some white trash guy and a foul mouthed midget oh my wow. god <laughs> <laughs> see that again if you tell a joke from the 90s today and and people kind of get wide-eyed and be like that's a sign that the, the culture has kind of shifted a little. Yeah, sure. in a in a negative direction. That's <sighs> a sign that we're less smart now than we were before. We were, were we were more adult back then, and we were less stupid than we you, are now. You mean you're, because you're doing it currently at this very moment as we're talking? You're taking part in this nonsense that doesn't need to happen. Everyone out there listening knows what I'm talking about. But you guys want to play this game of like, yeah, that would never fly today. You're not letting it fly today. You're making it this way. Well, here's here's how. Uh, what are you? say alan well no i i agree i like that uh thank you i'll say this here's how anything can fly today here's how you test it you try it people either laugh or they don't which people the the audience you put it out you put it out there in the public take take whatever you think you can't say you can say anything you want yeah try it either people will laugh or they don't and that's it that's how there's different avenues of comedy there's like memes on the internet are is that not comedy is that that not reaching an audience it is yeah okay and it's it's usually no hold bars completely offensive well the type then stand-up comedy you're there to you're it's hospitality you're there to make an audience have fun so you need to kind of consider who's there usually adults people either on a date you might have a bachelorette party like it's a totally different 
demographic, then... So you need to consider the audience. You don't need to, but you might... You, you have a different audience. You have a different audience. Yeah. Okay. That, that, I think but also, agreeing. I mean, but stand-up comedy used to be edgy and hard. It used to be about pushing buttons. Today, stand-up comedy is one big uh, circle jerk of political activism. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's the case with David Chappelle's newest sets? I haven't seen his newest sets. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I don't think... I think that there's still people out there that'll deliver the kind of comedy that you're looking for. Yeah. Like yeah. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Name okay. One. You named the one guy who's known for his 2000s uh, show about racial stereotypes. Then, well, no, because he talked a lot of things about, uh, talked a lot about trans people yeah. and stuff, but he's, I feel like, you know, as controversial as that was, he still ended it in a way that was good. I don't know where this is well, going. You do. The point. You, you do, but there's a lot of people who had problems with that, with Dave Chappelle's new set. I didn't. I watched it. I thought I got his message. Dave Chappelle is a product of the 90s. He's, uh, what, pushing uh, 50 years old or something now? Mm-hmm. He is oh. a product of the 90s. And you can tell he comes from a, an era with a cultural point of view. Mm-hmm. And he's he's very much, when I watched that, his stand-up set, the new one, which I don't know if did you guys- Did you watch both of them? I did, yes. Mm-hmm, me too. I, I, don't, I, I felt like he was a man who is trying to modernize his point of view and still, without uh, you know, completely disbanding what he felt may have, may have been uh, his beliefs in the past. Uh, you know, it's it's an interesting look at it. I a lot I didn't have a problem with it. A lot of people did. That's a really good way of wording. I think what he did. Mm. I think that is what he did. <laughs> We're not. I'm not taking part in this. <laughs> you know, he had a point of view. He was making a point. <laughs> like like comedy is all social commentary and the way to put it a certain way. It's like no. Was it funny? They, yeah, was it funny? Dave yeah. Chappelle is a funny guy. He used to do the most outrageous racial stereotypes on his show. That's to, that's that's my yeah. influence. That's what I'm into. He was, and as much as people want to make it about like, oh, what's the social message he's trying to say? Oh, he had a '90s point of view. It scares you. That sounds just like him. I yeah. know. I think that it just makes us more refined and you just a little bit more immature. But it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe yeah. that's why uh, edgy great comedy mostly appeals to guys that could be part of the oh, reason. Great comedy. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. well here's the thing though to to yeah. you know uh just just to play devil's advocate i watched roseanne i never watched roseanne when i was a kid when i was younger when i was growing up whatever because it was just is a shit i didn't like it it was it seemed like a shit show it also hit too close to home roseanne uh. roseanne was an interesting sitcom because it was one of the few that showed real slice of american life like in the midwest where it's kind, everyone lived in kind of a rundown house with the shitty brown couch and uh, everyone was kind of fat. Roseanne was fat. Uh, what's her name? What, her John Goodman. Name? John Goodman. He was fat. And then the, the kids were kind of like plain looking. <laughs> the the yeah. daughter was plain looking. And then the son. Did they have a son? They had a son, right? They had a daughter and son, I think. Yeah, they had, they had some kid. Some yeah. kid. Yeah. All I remember some is weird the looking kid. Because she was she was a lesbian too, right? Or something. Oh, man. I don't know. You keep looking at so it. What, so where are you going? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. What's the problem here? So but that show was edgier than uh, than most than most sitcoms at the time. And it was the number one show. I think for, it had a huge run for like 15 years or something like that. The number one show in America. Of course. Yeah. So what's your so, point yeah, about what's, that? What's, what's wrong with it? No, what's I'm not saying anything. What, because, where, where, why do you bring it up? I'm bringing it up because there was a sitcom with like a female helm, like a female point of view that was edgier than most. That's what I was. That's what I was. Oh saying. yeah, look, yeah. you know, Archie Bunker was originally supposed to be hated. Like right. people thought he would be the most hated yeah. person on TV, <laughs> but everyone fell in love with him. Yeah, that didn't it, work. Yeah, he's kind of a bigot. He's a little bit, you know, rough around the edges, but he's a lovable, salt of the earth guy who hates his hippie nephew or son-in-law or whatever it was. Yeah. It was like there was. I don't know. It was there was something charming about it. So the writers kind of uh, played themselves in that in that yeah. case. 
People, Amer- the American people don't like being condescended to. They don't like being told, here's what you should find funny. So, yeah, honestly, what's on TV today will, will someday be rejected. People in 10, 15, 20 years will look back at what is acceptable today. If we go on at the at the rate we're going now, if we keep going this direction, you'll have people saying, oh, no, that that wasn't you know, that would never fly today. That was that was offensive. So I think about that a lot. I think about how someday yeah. like because I feel like I'm pretty like politically correct. But I think about yeah. a lot about how someday I'm going to be a fucking asshole like to my kids. My kids are going to think I'm like so horrible. You're going to get backwards. <laughs> well, you're supposed to use that knowledge to to. Right. To have compassion for people that that you think are assholes now that are maybe older, I like maybe, this guy. You know, instead instead <laughs> of try. judging your future self, try mm-hmm. and be a more open person now. I do. I try that. Anyway, the point is, we're getting off base here. <laughs> <laughs> I've, said, I've, I've always said the funniest people today write for kids. Like he he writes for a kids show, mm-hmm. and look look how much more. Uh, in touch with reality and like uh, and mature he is than the two of you. No offense. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying, Rucka? I've not no, made no, a no. I've not He's made right. Say- yeah. We anyway, we're, we're I, says, I, low on time. No, Let's not. keep it going. No, we're he not. Says, uh, he's right. We are more mature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, but you guys agree with me that there was shit music in the nineties? Yes. There was some shit music. Yeah. No, there was yeah, shit. Yeah, most, but, most of the music. Uh, Maddox, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, is that, let's, what, what didn't you like about the music? Can you name some of the bands you didn't like? Yes. Yes. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Bingo. Wow. Bam. Start there with that. There you go. go there. Any audience members that were still on board with you? Yeah. <laughs> you did or you what's did not? Hated Smashing it. Pumpkins. Hated Smashing Pumpkins. I hated, what's, uh, what's his name? The, uh, wanna go for a ride. Billy. <laughs> Billy Corrigan. Billy Corrigan. Yeah. Billy Corrigan, who I've heard is a douche in real life. Okay. I, did, I never liked the guy. And and now, look up pictures of Billy Corgan today. Look up a picture today. He looks like uh, when Darth Vader's mask comes off oh. in the, the first time mm-hmm. in Star Wars. He, oh, like, wow. he looks like that. I swear to and, and look, he's an ass. He's an ass. And I know this. I know this. I have a secondhand account Ooh. Of some, Ooh. from somebody oh, who knows second him. Hand. Secondhand. Secondhand account. That's the second best kind of hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is somebody who spent a quite a bit of time. I'm not going to define the relationship they had with Billy Corgan, but uh, I've heard some stories and the guy's a douche. And I, I, he was on the Howard Stern show and Howard Stern does something very clever. You know, Howard Stern, I could sense that he didn't like Billy Corrigan. Because uh, no, nobody, nobody can in the right mind. Mm-hmm. Billy Corgan's a douchebag. So Howard Stern's—he's uh, on the Howard Stern show, and Oof. oh, Caitlin pulled up a picture. Caitlin pulled, <laughs> Caitlin pulled up a picture <laughs> of Billy Corgan. He looks like the, you know when they take the mask off of Darth Vader, mm-hmm. right? Oh my god! So, so he's on the Howard Stern show, and uh, Howard Stern, when he wants to have a guest on that he wants to clown on, he won't do it himself. Mm-hmm. But what he'll do is he'll let callers through. Because they have they have screeners. Every yeah. call is screened, so he'll let callers through to clown on the guest. And so Howard Stern let this caller call in and just rip into Billy Corrigan. He's like, "Hey, Billy, you're a fucking douche. You're a hack. You suck." And Howard's like, "No, come on. Why are you saying this? No, that's a good impression. No, no don't do it. No, no, no why?" And then, and then rather than hanging up on the caller, Howard just keeps letting letting him talk and letting him rip into Billy. And I enjoyed yeah. that so much. Wow, anyway, yeah. hated Billy Corrigan. Uh, didn't like Pearl Jam. Oh, fucking Dave Matthews Band. Okay. All right, all right. Is yeah. that from the 80s? Or sorry, 90s. the 90s? No, that was so yeah. 90s. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's that, that, would you like to change your uh, your vote? No, I'm not trying oh. to be for Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that. that was like yeah, what, uh, oh shit look on your oh, face. Oh shit, I just love Dave Matthews Band <laughs> yeah. so I mean, much. I have to change my whole perspective. Yeah, what's you know, your opinion on hemp necklaces? and? Uh, mm, 
and, we'll and get, cargo we'll, shorts. We'll get there. Don't you worry about it. We'll Uh-oh. get there. Well, yeah, what else do you got from the 90s? Well, hold on. But just one point. Hopefully, we can keep it at this and it doesn't open a can of worms. But the uh, creation of alternative music was a positive development. Before that, you had like rock and roll and you had heavy metal. And you yeah. had pop, and then you, you know, this, and you had punk, and then you had like this blend of them, alternative, which sort of tied uh, different genres together, and it was evolution, Maddox. Evolution, bro. You could say yeah. that about anything, though. You could say that the, any genre ca- or any, like, exactly. you know, ta- right. cause another no. thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. Well, <laughs> yes, but I like alternative. It's good. Okay. It's good. It's okay. Good stuff. All right. Uh, shit technology. It took forever for anything to load. Uh, you couldn't use you couldn't use your computer if somebody else was on the phone. Uh, CDs they scratched easily. They were bulky. It was bullshit. Uh, life without cell phones. Let's think about that for a second. None of you would have a career. Nope. Uh, I had a career before cell phones. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he literally had a career before like phones you can take out of your house. Okay, okay, I had it one before smartphones. How about this though? Life without let's say like internet and life without YouTube. You guys would have a hard time. You guys wouldn't be where oh, you he, are. What do you mean? He barely posts I on YouTube. Said, anyway. so fuck you. Yeah, he never that. updates his website to begin with. <laughs> I know. I don't like any of this. This is all getting cut. I, <laughs> <laughs> I I created my website in 1997. So my website is very much a product of the 90s. And it existed before YouTube. It existed before podcasts. It existed before smartphones. It existed before all that shit. And we are here right now. You're hearing my voice. Thanks to my work in the 90s. Bingo. Yeah, but we would have just your like website, but we wouldn't have this podcast and we wouldn't have uh, Rucka's videos and we wouldn't have your show potentially, you know, like why? Yeah, but you wouldn't have all the shitty YouTube comments either. Who cares? (laughs) Just awful. The the internet has gotten more coarse. So are are you saying the the 90s are bad because they didn't technology didn't progress fast enough for you because they didn't have the technology that we have yeah, now that's, just saying well, that's, the 90s it, that's any era ever yeah sure whatever but yeah. i'm saying the 90s <laughs> <laughs> but the 90s were shitty compared to now compared to now that's compared what i'm saying now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah maybe but they were better than the 80s in that respect mm, yeah 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 but the 80s yeah. did have better music i'll go okay next thing shit fashion the 90s had the worst fashion ever oh there was come a, on the 80s want to talk to you oh, about the that. the 80s was way better but let's let's not touch on that yet 90s there was a lot of denim there was denim on denim there was Zubaz pants you remember those mm-hmm. they're those like kind of parachute pants with the really busy yeah, patterns yeah. like the MC uh, Hammer uh, they were kind of like yeah busy a little MC bit yeah, 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 yeah. and the, now they're coming back today which I don't well, you know. well the early 90s fashion was like I blame on the 80s the 80s was such madness it took us a couple of years to, to kind of you know slowly ramp down until we could start wearing flannels i think that i think that if we looked at like the 80s versus the 90s no i I would think that the 80s is a lot better the 80s had a lot more slim i think so all right so there was a lot of baggy denim Mm -hmm. there was uh there was just too much denim overall i can't stress this enough about the denim yeah uh there was fedoras you guys there was a lot of fedoras in the 90s that came from that came from the 40s but they were still wearing them in the 90s let's look at it the way that i'm looking at it it was worse than it is now they were wearing fedoras then I, i guess some some douchebags wore some fedoras but I mean I wish you wouldn't insult 90% of our listeners <laughs> Milady. Yeah. and uh, can I just say like so how are people going to vote for Caitlyn's yeah uh, so Caitlyn if you had well, to pick the one the comedy you know, one was a good was controversial one? we were arguing about that would be a good one to pose yeah as, whatever as let's do that is that the one you'd like to sure 
All right, Alan, let's move on to your pick. What would you say is the thing that sucked the most from the 90s? All right, well, I mean, put yourself in the place of the 90s. It was, uh, there was a technological revolution, right? Computers were in every house. Everybody got connected for the first time. And unfortunately, they got connected using America Online, which is the buggiest, slowest, most corrupt company that just represented everything regrettable about the 90s. America Online, AOL, the worst thing to come out of the 90s. I'll agree. Uh, uh, um... You gonna agree? No, 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 no. I almost had you. You almost had me, but then I buzzed. <laughs> then I saved okay. myself with a buzz. Uh, not the worst thing to come out of the 90s, because I think I got that. But yeah. AOL's really bad. Really yeah, shitty. So AOL, if you remember, you were paying by the freaking minute yeah. for you... internet access. Really? Yeah. I didn't know How that. much was it a minute? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. It was uh... a penny a minute? Or what? No, it well, was, you would buy, you would pay your monthly and, fee that yeah. would say 20 bucks a month, and it would say, oh, you get, uh, get, I don't know. 200 250 minutes mm-hmm. and then every minute over was like three dollars yeah <laughs> and uh, not only that but in contrast to that you got a lot of free hours so it didn't even matter everyone got all those free hours well yeah well when you first sign up that's how they get you yeah uh and at one so that was the famous thing they were sending out cds with like oh you know 500 free hours of or minutes, not hours, minutes, but, you know, 500, 1,000 free minutes and everything. And those CDs were so prevalent. There was a time, I, I looked it up, there was a time when 50% of the CDs that existed in the world were America Online demo CDs Holy by shit. volume. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, there was a period of time where America Online was had 40% of the CD-making capacity under their control. It was incredibly wasteful. Uh, it, I mean, you think about now, think about going green, trying to save the environment. AOL was basically filling landfills with their garbage CDs for their garbage product. Yeah, there was a guy, I don't know if you were going to talk about this, but there was that guy who was collecting them in the 90s. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. There was that guy, he was so sick of these AOL CDs because you got at least one a week, at least. And he was just piling them up in his house. And then he decided one day that, you know what? He's going to make a statement and send a message to the company. So he's going to go around and collect all of these CDs. And then he started a, a drive to have people ship them to him. And he said once he got a, a dump truck full of them, he was going to go to the AOL headquarters and return all the CDs and say no thanks. Uh, I don't think he ever ended up doing no, that. No, no. He got. He wanted to get a million, and he yeah. only got like four hundred thousand or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Everyone just threw him away. Larger than the population of Montana. Really. I think so. Montana's population is about 300, 300,000, something like that. I'm certain there were more AOL CDs than there were people in America. Mm. There may, yeah, there may have been. Yeah. That it's that's kind of like the Atari games, what caused the video game crash of 84. Yeah. Because Atari printed so many ET games, they printed more ET cartridges than there were systems to play them on. Is that but, the worst game ever? Is that that's what a lot of people say? Were well, they all yeah. they threw it into like a ditch or whatever? Up to a landfill, a big yeah, landfill yeah, yeah. In, in New Mexico, mm. and they found it recently. It's not just an urban legend; oh it's gosh. a real thing. Because yeah. they you get you would as a the ET you would get caught in the hole, right? And yeah. then you couldn't get out of the hole. Oh. Yeah, that's very. Uh, I really put that together, but it's kind of funny because that was the game. Yeah, yeah, you get the caught ET in the hole. Get, you like get caught. You like you walking, 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 and then if you get caught in this hole, you can't get out of the hole, and then you're yeah. Just and it's ironic that they ended up. Well, I guess coincidental. The reason that yeah, they did it is because ET came out and they think they thought, okay, well, we have to push out a game really fast. Yeah. So they pushed out this game really fast, and it was a horrible game. It was game. pure schlock. Yep. And and mm-hmm. they they their argument was the executive said this game's gonna be so hot 
that people are going to buy multiple copies just for the novelty. <laughs> and then, and then, the spice- how does a video game executive not know how video game works? Oh, they didn't know shit about video yeah. games. Uh, uh, yeah, they so they they uh, they buried these, and then they buried them in the landfill, and then to prevent people from digging them up. They're fucking lost, who cares, like shitty product. They covered it in cement, too. They poured cement on it to prevent uh. people from from digging up shit in a landfill. That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so back to AOL, though. Yeah, and so AOL, if you recall, if you remember in the 90s, so it was buggy as hell. They expanded their user base so rapidly with all these CDs that then it was constant busy signals to try to connect. Yeah. And then once you did connect, it was slow as hell. It was this awful clunky interface where all you really want to do is just get on the web, but there's just this entire interface where they're telling you the keyword, go into chat rooms and everything. It was just a, you know, it was a, huge community of dipshits uh it's it's huge. the worst yeah aol people were kind of like the second class citizens on the internet if you had an at aol account on the internet really? e- everyone automatically thought you were a moron really they knew yeah much absolutely. like second class. much like hotmail today yeah. Yeah. much like hotmail exactly <laughs> and much like aol yeah <laughs> who still, who well, still they, use aol yeah they're still uh-huh. swindling your grandmother oh like, yeah everybody's moved on there is uh i looked up uh their last quarterly earnings report they s- listed about 2.1 million monthly users who are still paying a monthly fee holy shit at an average of 20 dollars a month so that's like 42 million dollars a month of people that don't realize they don't have to be paying for this they uh, so I have a friend who still has an at AOL email account and I talked to him a while back. I'm like, buddy, we got to get you off this thing. There's this thing called Gmail that everyone's using now. It's much better. He goes, oh, well, I, I've always used AOL. I don't want to transfer and blah, blah, blah. It, guys, it's super simple. If you're still stuck in Hotmail or or AOL or whatever, you can transfer to Gmail and have those emails forwarded to that account so you can check either account. It's super simple to do. So I tried to do that for him, uh, tr- try to help him set that up. And he called AOL to get the account transferred uh, because he wanted to to uh, transfer the payments. His grandpa was paying for it, and I think his grandpa uh, passed away, so he no longer had access to that account. And then they said, well, we need to talk to your grandpa. He goes, he's dead. And they said, well, we got to talk to him or somebody in charge of his his uh, his estate. will. His estate. Yeah, he goes, well, I can't get you that person because they're in the hospital. And so it became this huge thing. And he spent hours and days on the phone with AOL. Yeah, that's their bread and butter. Yeah. They, they, they don't produce anything. No. They, they just like swindle old people. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. So and, and also and, and the swindling didn't start after everybody left. Like back in the 90s, if you want to keep it 90s specific, they had, you know, community moderators on on message boards and and chat rooms and everything. And those people were usually children who were not getting paid for real. Yeah, Uh, they were people. They were like, oh, you get free access every hour of moderating you do on the (laughs) chat rooms and message boards. Will give you then another free hour of service. Can you imagine? So that there's so a they had ex- slave labor yeah. on AOL in the nineties. Oh Can you imagine today? Again, that's another thing from the nineties that wouldn't fly today. If you had kids who had to do work for you and you paid them in internet time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's insane. That, yeah. that, that, that there was a there was a huge class action lawsuit that finally got settled about ten years ago. Yeah, uh, and they it was like I don't know fifteen million dollars or something that they had to pay these adults now in back wages wow oh my god wow that's crazy 
Okay, we cannot brush over AOL without giving them credit for Instant Messenger, which was revolutionary. Sure. Oh, oh my oh, gosh, yeah, the yeah. first time you've agreed with I, me of all time. <laughs> I agree. I've agreed with you a ton. Um, AOL Instant Messenger, it was the instant messaging system to use, yeah. and, and they just shut it down, the, yeah. the final servers. I, mm. I went online, I went on Instant Messenger the last day just to beyond for as it went down yeah. watch it crash uh it was kind of depressing yeah nobody nobody was on well there. like when i uh i went on there a few years ago i was wondering like well what if there's like some girl like online that i used to talk <laughs> yeah. to when i was when i was 13 yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. like right i i did that actually so so i i got out of a relationship and uh i was in a, i was in a long relationship and i thought you know what i'm just i'm back in the dating pool uh, I used to talk to some girls on AOL, whatever. I'm going to pull up AOL and see if they're still on. And this was like when people were still kind of using it. And I just went through my list and I was I was like messaging each one because I didn't remember who anyone was. They all had stupid nicknames. And I messaged this girl. I'm like, hey, I don't remember. I think we used to talk or something. I don't know, remember who you are. Uh, and uh, she she was like, oh, here, I'll refresh your memory. And then she just sent me a picture of her ass. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So it's on. And then we started talking. It's we on. went on a date. Yeah, she was the first girl I dated after my long-term relationship Sounds ended. Sounds classy, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah, very very classy chick. And, oh, man, this, this is just like all of my weird decisions catching up with me. Um, I also had this theory for the longest time. Uh, and by the way, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can even tell by my body language because I just scratch yeah, my neck. Yeah, you're uncomfortable. <laughs> you're touching your ear, pulling at your oh, ear. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I had this theory, and I still do for the most part, that couches suck. I hate couches. I didn't want couches in my in my apartment. What? So, Caitlin's <laughs> rolling what? her eyes because she knows me. Who has an opinion on couches? He has I an do. opinion on the tables. He has an opinion on, on everything. Yeah, I wrote an entire fucking chapter about how much I hate tables. I read okay. it. That's <laughs> how I know. Yeah, yeah. it's all the tables yeah. suck. <laughs> so, I had this theory about couches, okay? Think about the couch dynamic. Mm. You have the big couch, right, that, that's supposed to seat three, but really, it only seats two comfortably. Because if you and your bros are hanging out, I don't know if chicks do this, but two guys are going to sit on either end of the couch. No one's going to sit, bitch. No one's going to sit in the middle, right? Girls will. Girls yeah, will. Yeah, we'll all cuddle yeah. up. It's fine. Okay, fine. It's a girl thing. But guys won't. And then you have the the uh, the love seat, which is really just a seat for one. one. Two guys aren't going to sit on the love it's seat. It's a one seat. Mm. It's a one seat, right? <laughs> so that's one seat. And then you have the single. So that's really four seats in the house. You have the single the two on the big couch and the one on the love seat so i thought you know what i'm just gonna replace my couch set with four comfortable chairs boom that yeah. conversation won't be acceptable in the future like people, <laughs> people are gonna play that back do you remember when maddox t spoke about yeah. uh, guys being different than girls when it comes to sitting on the couch i can't believe what they got away with back then yeah i mean who knows who knows what will or won't be acceptable you may be right but anyway so i, th I thought i'm gonna replace those the, the couch the couch set with four comfortable chairs and so i sat i sat in these chairs and the girl came over from aol from instant messenger oh and God. i could tell she was dtf like she was super flirty she sent you straight up sent you yeah. a picture of her ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah did the said, ass pics give you a hint <laughs> I think it's probably I guess, a yeah i guess that was the the first uh, the first hint um but so she came over and uh, congratulations for her actually being a woman Oh, yeah, yeah. I was not catfished. Yeah, she was a real girl. So she came over, and I could tell, like, we were watching a movie together. I'm like, hey, you want to watch a movie? She goes, sure. And so we're sitting in these, like, stupid 
nice chairs. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> they're, they're like an island apart. Yeah. And she was trying to like cuddle with me or something. And like touching your hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. From far away. She was like touching my hand from a distance and then like kind of oh. like putting her foot on my thigh. Oh. <laughs> oh, see, couches got game. Yeah, couches yeah. got game. I was like, I was so uncomfortable. And anyway, I'm like, I as I finally we fi- I mean we we ended up hooking up eventually, but it was the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> it took far too long. It was stupid. I Why was didn't she just myself. get up into the same chair with you? Uh, they were comfortable chairs, but they were s- strictly single chairs. Oh it was not possible to sit two people in one of these chairs. Well, now oh. you care about couches. Well, yes, you so care then, about couches. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll save this for another day. But then I got the perfect couch. It was amazing. I'll talk oh. about this couch. Someday. Oh, all right. Ooh, tell tuned. us about your couch Ooh, next can't week. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So AOL Instant Messenger. Yes, yeah, AOL Instant Messenger. I'll, I'll give you that. AOL got, Instant got Messenger was good. And trigger what? <gasps> When I had AOL Instant Messenger, I used to see the people whose like profile indicated that they have AOL itself. Yeah. And I didn't see that as second class. I thought these guys can afford to waste money on AOL. Oh. These guys are rich. No way, I'm man. poor. I'm ashamed. I th- <laughs> no way. I thought that was AOL was not a status symbol. AOL was like, oh shit, they might be old. Or or in a family, which is also lame. Yeah. I mean, I you were you were judging them incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they probably thought you were cool because you didn't have AOL. Well, we were all kids, so a- it yeah. wasn't like AOL was like soccer mom people who don't know anything about computers. Mm. You know, it just yeah, it, it was the generic uh, internet. Oh, I mean, it, just, it was a clear waste of money, which is why I was <laughs> I was I was jealous <laughs> of people who can afford to waste money. That that to me, that thing that people mm-hmm. wasted money on that was a status symbol for mm-hmm. me was the Disney Channel. Oh, oh my god. god! I was so jealous of people. Oh yeah, how about up? yeah? How about when it was free Disney Channel week or something? Do you remember? They would be like oh, a yeah, Disney preview right. week. I would be glued to the TV. Yeah. I wouldn't leave at all. I'm like, oh my, I gotta watch every fucking second yeah. of this shit because it's so expensive. Holy my shit. parents would never pay for Disney. Yeah. It, was like, bound. it was like HBO or Showtime mm, okay. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey is about to come on. Can't it, miss it. It was nonstop kids programming, and it was like the best kids programming. It was like every now and then they would get like some low rent movie that they would show on Nickelodeon, and I'd be like, "Oh, sweet, a cool movie on Nickelodeon." But Disney Channel, it was like every other fucking day. Boom, you got this movie. Yeah. Boom, you got the movies that are still in theaters. I'm like, "Holy shit, how's the Navigator still on? It's, <laughs> it's still, it's still in movie. It's still in theaters, and I can watch it at home." Blew my mind. That was like impossible that ever that ever happened. But uh, yeah. The, anyway, so the Disney Channel was like the premium thing for yeah. Sense. But yeah, I didn't have a- Disney AOL. Channel. So AOL is yeah. that your worst thing of the nineties? Yes, it is. Okay. I right. mean, it did suck. We can all agree with yeah, that. Yeah. Is it the worst? One. No one's like, I want to have my internet on a CD. No, no one wants that. What <laughs> yeah. do you? What do you got, Rucka? So Caitlin touched upon fashion. I'm gonna say flannel was the worst thing. Is flannel what like it's like checkered? Kind yeah. Of? Yeah. You guys like that? Wait, you don't know what flannel is? Hold on, let me Google (laughs) it. I don't know if if it's flannel or plaid or what. No, you're talking about flannel was the the style of the 90s. If you're talking grunge... Yeah. yeah, I wear flannels flannel. all the time. Yeah, flannels. Great. Have well, you ever heard? You of, shouldn't. Have you ever heard of lumberjacks? <laughs> yes, I'm talking about flannel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys like that shit? Well, I don't know why. Only cause... if you're a man. Which me, <laughs> me and oh, Kayla, you're a lumberjack. I'm a yeah, I'm a lumberjack. Um, I wear wear them tighter on my waist a lot. It's so hot yeah. when yeah. girls wear that shit. No, it's not. Why yes. don't they just wear clothes? <laughs> that well, is clothes. <laughs> well, well, clothes. Can anything? Does anything eliminate the shape of a curvy woman than this stocky, thick <laughs> shirt that just fucking makes her a, a perfect rectangle? They have them you know now. what? It's not a performance for you. 
All right, they're yeah. what do we oh thank gosh, you. I they're, love they're, him. They're trying to wear a warm shirt, and then they keep it. And then it can tie around their waist when All it's. Right. Uh, I'm sympathetic with women's need also, to be warm. And also, sometimes I'm trying to ha- hide my camel toe, and oh. I don't want it showing. Wait, you camel have to let. <laughs> what is flannel? <laughs> flannel yeah. is waist up. What's you saying? Around, oh. and then it around. covers your and, and, and the crotch. the arms. Yeah, the arms fold over right in front of your camel oh, toe. Oh, okay. Can I change my '90s thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay, tying tying your jacket. Around your waist. <laughs> was, was that a unique product of the 90s? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was exclusively done in the 90s along with fanny packs, but All I'm right. going to go with... Could, is that your yours? Shirt. Are you no, fanny I'm packs? No, I'm not fanny packs. Uh, I'm not fanny packs. Well, how am I supposed to pick just one? It's fanny packs and there's tying your fucking jacket around your waist. To hide pick your camel your, toe. To hide your camel <laughs> Now, Now, that's a, that's a, I would say that's a negative, to hide the camel toe. Yeah. Oh, see that shit? See? You ruined it. Yeah. You ruined the 90s. Flannels are great. Flannels are great because you can wear them around your waist. It looks really cute. And when you're cold, you can take it up and put it on. I love flannels. I wear them all the time. And no. now they have them, like if you go to Urban Outfitters or something, they're, they're much looser and thinner so they don't look all boxy. They lay nice and flat. All right. You're it's wrong. It's not Rebecca. a great look, and it wasn't around in it the is, '90s. So my point stands. What it just was around in the '90s. You just said they made well, it different. Oh, the now. Thin, I'm the sure cuts, that yeah. they had it. Well, the, you the can't tailored be so flannel. sure. I, no, I don't think. I don't think tailored flannel was too hot in the '90s because yeah. kind of the point of grunge was oh. that they were. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't give a shit. Maybe yeah, see, right. kids today, kids like Caitlyn, they don't understand kids. that the, <laughs> the point was to look like shit back then. They didn't commercialize it. I mean, they tried, but the 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 the, the grunge people, the the hipsters, they wanted to look like shit. Yeah, the, the yeah. people who were defining the generation of cool, the, the coolest people, people, the people yeah. who spent more time on their looks, wanted to look bad. No, that was just the look. They weren't trying to look bad. That was you just think, the look. You think, you think it looks bad now because we're now, but I don't think it. Well, I was back then and I didn't like it. <laughs> Listen, well, well, grunge was was part of being jaded. Yeah. You know, it it was a it was a reaction to kind of the 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 80s and early 90s mm-hmm. and then it, and then it was just became oversized flannel you know and you know grunge bands yeah listen you know how like there's this whole all these people today that are like social media stars and they kind of came out of nowhere and like then you have these scandals and it's kind of like well these people were never vetted you know somebody blew up on youtube from their bedroom nobody's heard of them nobody screened them but now you've got this person who's behaving in a very inappropriate way mm-hmm. and they're famous this would have never gotten by like an agency <laughs> this would have never no manager would have ever picked this person up and made them famous without thoroughly training them to behave properly so back in the early 90s bands like nirvana same same deal these guys were these guys were punks from seattle or wherever they they were not like they were not plucked by a major label and and taught to dress a certain way and to behave a certain way they were fucking bums they dressed like shit because that's the existence that they were living and next thing you know oh it's fashionable to look like shit yes it was it was just looking like wearing what you woke up wearing it was dressing like you pump gas at the gas station no. You got so, something to well, say. Uh, all right, so so you got a problem with the fashion zombies that appropriated the the grunge culture? No, no fashion appropriation. He, I, I don't. Think, I don't have a problem with any appropriation. I encourage okay. it, but I have a problem with flannel because He's, it looks. I, like- <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is that they looked like shit. 
because of let's say Nirvana was brought up and was I think that they probably were vetted by an agency at some point and changed mm. them. Everybody does. At least now mm. they do that. Now you'll be your own well, way. In the- I'm very well read on Nirvana. Are you so well versed on Nirvana? Yeah. And like the other bands too. These, the, the, you know, nobody could tell these guys what to do. I mean, yes. In a, in in some cases, like Alice in Chains was a metal band, and when grunge blew up, their label told them they said, "Okay, Plan B, you guys are grunge now." So they maybe tr- changed how they dressed a bit, and maybe their following album was a little bit more on the alternative side than their first one. But grunge happened because it blew up. You know, the, people think that the record labels are like premeditating everything and 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 scheming and planning everything out. But anyone who actually works in showbiz in on any major. On any high level, they understand. First, these acts get popular, then the labels come pick them up. Yeah, not always. No, I, I will well, not say always. Nothing's. Oh yeah, you've got Lincoln Park. They were crafted by a label. Not always, but you, yeah. For the most part, you get popular. Okay, Maddox, you got popular on the internet. Yeah. Then you got well, not picked up by anyone. But yeah. So what, <laughs> what point were you about to make? You, <laughs> what point? What point were you about to make before that un, that unnecessary insult? Yeah, it was very unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Thing. This is what I like about Rucka. He no. notices his mistakes, you, and immediately you got picked up. You got a yeah. book deal. You got a, Three. a TV show or whatever, a Vegas Two. show that never aired. All yes. kinds of shit. <laughs> All oh, kinds of shit. Uh, Jesus, what? Did it, air? Did it air? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> what <laughs> point were you going to have. make? I was going to make a good point about record it? labels. No, about record okay. labels. And this was like my conspiracy thing uh, uh, in the in the '90s. And I think that there's something to it because there've been multiple counts of this happening payola now what payola is and i I think you and i might might disagree with this uh you know with this with what they do here and the philosophy behind it but payola is when record labels pay radio stations to play certain records and what i thought was and this is you know there's some evidence for this is that record labels were artificially crafting our cultural tastes and i and the argument i made is there are songs from the 40s and 50s and 60s that were number one hits that no one has heard today that most people have not heard today especially from the 30s and 40s they're just not popular songs anymore but humanity humans fundamentally haven't changed as a species especially in that short of a time span 40 50 years we should still we all still eat the same foods we all stay where we all we all wear essentially the same clothes even though like uh, you know culture uh, fashion has changed but with music music it's if something is appealing to us as humans in the 40s and 50s there's no reason why it shouldn't be appealing to us today especially if we haven't heard it but if you take a song from the 40s and 50s that was a number one hit and you play it today no one will give a shit because it, it's not popular, it's not part of our culture. What, Kaylin? You're what laughing are a lot. You what are you talking yeah, about? Music changes. People are li- they like different shit today than they liked in the 40s. Why? Because, because things change and people evolve. Changed. This is like the whole thing that we've been talking about the whole time is that times change and tastes evolve and etc. I don't know why you're looking at me. Rocco is rolling his eyes at you. Yeah. Well, well, hold on. We just got done talking about how like gay jokes in the 90s are no longer acceptable. So cultures obviously change, right? So it, it's not, we don't need to physically evolve from chimpanzees to homo sapiens <laughs> to have different taste in music. I don't get it. <laughs> Everyone likes so, the shit they grew up with. Go ahead. Well, so wait, wait, you're saying payola is the worst thing from the 90s? No, payola is bad. Okay. He's saying payola shaped what we listen to, that the radio stations it's artificial. tell us it's, what to it, like. It's artificial. This guy, he, he's watching a lot of conspiracy Am I the videos? only one who, who has a problem with payola? Do you think that... Uh, well, do you think that, so, that you, gotta, yeah. I, you gotta explain it a little more to me, because I don't know... You wanna know why I don't have a problem with it? It's because, like, 
I don't. Well, are you talking about music primarily? It's it's pale. Because I don't listen to the radio. And I feel like now we're at a time where we're, uh, you know, we have the Internet and things like that. So we can make our own choices. Well, yeah, that's because you're you're hot shit. Caitlin, who grew up in this era where you have the option of choice, (laughs) where these millennials can just like fucking put to put on their iPads and and whatever the fuck phone that they have and connect with their Bluetooth and listen to a library of music that's larger than the Library of Congress (laughs) at the at the. uh, Are you mad about this? Because we didn't have that fucking luxury and we had to listen to the shitty radio. And then I had to listen to these songs, and I always wondered in the back of my mind, I I thought, is this song organically popular? Is this what we as a culture have chosen as our best and most representative music that we all collectively like? Or is somebody's putting their thumb on the scale and paying to get these record plays, and then we're only listening to it because that's what someone paid to to have it. Yeah, then it becomes familiar. Yeah. Why don't you you state what is worse about the 90s instead of this bullshit? (laughs) Okay, hold on. As someone who's actually set foot in a radio station, you test songs on the market. You don't sit around deciding, I'm I'm going to tell these people what to listen to. You are competing with the other stations, and you don't want them switching off of your station. All right, I know you want to believe that the big bad corporations the man is whole is telling us what to believe and what to listen what to. to listen to no, to a degree you're gonna have influence by with, uh, between the labels and the program directors but trust me when i say we tell the stations what we want to hear and we tell them it loud and clear my friend and Dude, so many bands, so many musicians have the same story that they were just driving one day and they turn on the radio and they heard themselves. Oh, did, did these indie labels go out and buy out the stations? It's just so naive. You think you're red-pilled, but you are the most blue-pilled of them all when you think that, every, that, 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 that a small handful of people are running the whole culture. Okay, I also DJed. At my college radio station. Oh, Uh-oh. yeah, Did you hear I DJ'd. That? DJ Maddox, the DJ guy that's Maddox. never listened to music, <laughs> was a DJ in college. You'll love this story. DJ Maddox. I was a DJ at my college station for I think a, a, almost two years, and I'll tell you firsthand, fuckface, that when I when I was the DJ, we had a, a stack of records, a stack there were CDs. We had a stack of CDs that we had to play, and then we had a stack that we could play, and then we had another stack that we chose to play that was like our own music that we brought in. So the stack that we had to play was shit that the record label sent because it was payola. And they said, you have to play at least three songs from this stack, the new stack, every hour, and then you can play 10 songs from the regular stack, and then one or two songs from your own personal choice. And after a while, I got tired of playing their bullshit, and I started playing my own. And I was, yeah, that was the end of that. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The program director did not like me. I said, hey, guys, coming up next, you guys may remember this tune. It's a real toe tapper. It's the snow level from Barberman 64. <laughs> <laughs> coming up next. And I swear to God, I played the, probably the only person in the history of Utah to play the Bomberman soundtrack on a radio station. But yes, I was a DJ, and and I know firsthand that we had to play certain songs. And one of them, uh, for some reason, I'm very familiar with this era of songs. It was when Dynamite Hat came out uh, with the what's the song they did a, a cover of the uh, the uh, uh, something in the hood song. Boys, no, in, the boys, boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood, yeah. That's what I was going to say, Boys in the Hood. Boy, they did a cover of Boys in the Hood, and that was one of the songs that we had to play. And because I had to play it so much, I really liked that song now. It was really cool. And then NWA had a new album around the time, and we played a bunch of NWA stuff, but that was in that stack that we had to play. So, look, I'm not saying it's it's I'm not saying it's all one way or the other, but it's definitely something that happened, and I think that it, it makes me wonder 
if we like the music today because it organically became popular or because someone paid how did nwa go from being uh some poor black guys in comp literally straight at in compton out of compton to being on the stack of state of CDs that you had to play, I wouldn't say NWA is a good example because they were popular. They they did great. They did get their popularity by making good music. Uh, but then some of the songs I, I played never got popular, but they were definitely in that payola stack. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember that for sure. But anyway, uh, do you have anything else you want to add, Rucka? Tying the flannel, tying the flannel around, <laughs> yeah. around your waist yeah. is the worst thing about the nineties. <laughs> okay. My favorite. Thing that was about a pretty good decade then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a good decade if that's the worst thing yeah. from the nineties. Some people tied. <laughs> their shirts in a way uh, I don't care for. Yeah. God, it just it just symbolizes just such low expectations of life. Dude, if a chick was wearing like a, a short yeah. shirt, like a, a white t-shirt. Babe. Yeah, a hot babe. Yeah. And then she was tying that thing. You see the midriff? Uh, fucking boner for days, dude. You see midriff without her tying her fucking shirt, uh, flannel. Yeah, because we're but trying to hide our camel toes. Exactly. I already told you. Exactly. So you see the you see the midriff already. You're like, damn, I like what you're selling. And then she takes the shirt off and then you see the camel toe. Holy shit shit bam that's like a trailer for the vagina <laughs> yeah that's what that's how girls like the way that you just said that yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. soaked yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah so. all right guys i got the real biggest thing all that right, sucked from the go. 90s Let's go. boy bands yeah no 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 what, honey, no, what do you no, know? no 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 no, Wait, no. boy <laughs> bands are good i fucking love <laughs> just the other day a little side story i met lance bass at a gay bar and he was the sweetest little baby angel i've ever met in my life he was amazing i love i love backstreet boy this is the thing that i was worried about because i like i said i didn't know the way this was gonna go um, I thought we were going to talk about shit music. Oh, I did. But I was afraid. I didn't want to talk about how much I love boy bands and Britney Spears. Uh. The, some of that stuff is amazing. Yeah. I fucking love boy bands. Instinct. 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 And uh, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Great music. No, no, for great those music. Great Come music. on. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> say you like it. But don't say best, great music. Best music Caitlin, in the world. Please, this is, we may have to issue an apology after this episode. <laughs> because people have used that phrase to describe Mozart. And you're also <laughs> Mozart doesn't another guy stand whose up. birthday is today. Hey, oh, happy birthday yeah. to the two greatest composers. That's what I've oh. said. Yeah, that's what I've always said. But listen, let me take an unpopular stance and agree with Caitlin for yes. once. Oh my God, Rucka! I'm not saying great music, but can we the fucking railing against the boy band oh. is kind of played out. If you hear an NSYNC a popular NSYNC song come on or a Backstreet Boy song come on and you don't start singing I, I know you will bad example because he doesn't listen to any music he's never heard <laughs> right. he's never heard NSYNC he's but, never heard music um, listen it was poppy it was catchy and if you hear I want it that way and you are, do you still pretend you're not into that song no, do you, what? what are you trying to prove <laughs> It's been what? 20 years. You yeah. can just admit you like that song. I don't like that song. <laughs> okay. It's a fantastic song. It's a great song. Look at, uh. look at Rucka bullying us into liking boy bands. And, <laughs> yeah, what do you have against like fucking uh, manly shit, Rucka? Not boy bands and flannel. Those are things that... that <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that hates Smashing Pumpkins. That was that was edgy, man. Uh, all right. So, so, uh, so what about boy bands makes it the worst? The music. 
uh, okay. the yeah, what are some of the songs from those boy bands you dislike? Well, as you mentioned, uh, uh, My Way. No. Is that, is that it? That's okay. a Frank Sinatra <laughs> song. That's another song you really like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, Bye not... Bye Bye song. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That's great, one. Great song from the year 2000. I knew the dance to that song because I got a tape called Darren's New Dance Groups and I learned <laughs> oh. it. You learned the pop like and lock? Bye, bye, bye. Okay. Bye, I, will, I will say this. Wait, in... You actually bought that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I had it. That commercial played constantly, but I never knew anyone that actually called in and I, bought I bought right into that motherfucker how many girls five years younger than you were you hanging out with <laughs> the time? I mean, but um, yeah I can kind of now go back to this period of time and there was no real internet there was no YouTube there was no like infinite genres to listen to and the fact that literally like nine out of ten girls on earth at the time were listening to that shit non-ironically I can see why it sucked yeah, like I get it now. Yeah, like today it's like it's like ironic. You know what? You know what pisses me off too, oh, Caitlin. It's like for you girls, you can listen to boy bands and be super nerdy about it, and like be in your room dancing to these like little nerd dances. Mm. But like nobody, there's no stigma. You guys are never considered nerds for being really into boy bands. <laughs> so maybe the so maybe so, the, so you want to dance like no one's watching? Yeah. Is that what's going on? What Maddox needs do. to say is that the stigma around boys listening to boy bands yeah. was the worst thing about the nineties. You can no. do whatever you want. You don't have to yeah. worry about whatever anybody else is thinking. You can what you had, you just said you were worried about dancing alone in your room. I'm no. afraid of what's no. going on. Uh, all this talk of male stigma of yeah. gender stigma is Seriously? very outdated, Maddox. I want to tell you that. It yeah, don't project your insecurities yeah. onto boy bands you know or, your, or your bigotry, your subtle How dare bigotry. Because the, the 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 male equivalent of that, and let's let's. I'm hold not going to split hairs here. Yes, on. male, female. What is this talk? Yeah, what in 20 you? years when we look back at this, you're going to look so wrong. I was like David Duke. <laughs> <laughs> What's this male female talk? So the male equivalent it's of called this. called a spectrum. Okay, yeah. this, there was or, there was only two. It was a binary back in the nineties. Now it became a spectrum. Something happened. Wow, fucking Al Bundy over here. <laughs> What's what is this? So 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 the male equivalent was listening to metal in your room, and everybody who listened to metal was a a, a serial killer. True. B a stalker. Yes. A mass shooter. Correct. A weirdo. Yes. Someone who didn't shower very much. Absolutely. Someone who was a loner. Yes. So, someone who didn't have very much friends. But right. how much of that was true about you? <laughs> Not a single thing, it. Alan. All of it. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the '90s only, or now? Boy bands. Well, I brought no, 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 no. no. With what? the metal thing, when you talking oh, about the metal the, thing, yeah, the metal has become a little bit more accepted. When I went in the early 2000s, I was listening to like screamo and like <laughs> metal and that kind of stuff, and and actually at that time it was like pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty but cool. you're a girl. You get like a girl no, who lives to listen to like metal. like when the scene was going. Whatever. This doesn't really uh, like matter. But what I'm saying is like. I just don't think that I think that you're thinking too much into it. I don't think that you're like worried too much about the stereotype and like yeah. what people are thinking of you. Look, I didn't. That's not my problem with boy bands. My problem with boy bands is they suck. No, they the don't. music sucks. They all oh had they all had the same fucking personality types. Like, oh, someone's the bad. Boy. What do you mean? Someone's the handsome yes, one. Five different personalities. How many more do you want? But they do that across Ugh. everywhere. They're, I mean, like, uh, you know, like K-pop stars. Yeah. How they build those. They, yeah. they exactly. build. You love K-pop. Mm-hmm. It's OK. Uh, so like, like with well, both men and women, they start when they're like really little kids, and then mm. they, they that's the difference of what you were talking about before. Mm. They like build them. What so, Maddox so, means? So you think that corporately created uh, music groups are good? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's where I'm going. I guess uh, that's yeah. what I'm gonna say. <laughs> so of course, and there's an example of things that the labels did create and market and almost 
some would almost say brainwash it's people me. into liking like they would create the the backstreet boys first music video i believe showed them getting uh, swan, uh clamored by girls <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And they, and girls would see that and go oh my god maybe, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I need these and guys. they were like created by old perverts too yeah, yeah. perlman yeah a lot of, a lot of them got men. screwed right a like lot of them got of... screwed the boy bands got screwed by their manager oh there, yeah yeah, yeah. Right? literally no, no, had a lot of money. <laughs> well, yeah. well, Lou Pearlman is like the godfather of the boy band revolution, and he went to prison for pedophilia. Oh, wow. no. He's dead yeah. now, wow. so. Oh, a shocker. Good. The guy who created boy bands was a pedophile. Yeah, well, that yeah of course. You're, I mean, you're attacking something that has nothing to do with actually, what, what you, what, so what are you saying, that their music sucks, that they suck as a whole? Look. I think their music is, like I said again, I'm going to repeat myself, great. It's a great <laughs> oh music. Oh, God. I again, enjoy a, it A phrase thoroughly. they used to describe Mozart. I, Come on. I, I, I will Come say this. On. There's a psychological onion to unpack here, because there's also this this personal experience with boy bands that I the my first association with boy bands was Backstreet Boys and when I was in in uh, I think in high school there was a girl who everyone kind of uh, picked on because she had a huge giant gaudy duffel bag that was Backstreet Boys and it was fluorescent yellow and pink and I remember she would sit behind me all the time and be really upset and cranky because everyone was making fun of her I was not I was always polite to her but she still tried to hit me with that duffel bag. So I would lean forward in my chair and put my hands on my desk so that she couldn't hit me. It was just out of reach when she swung that duffel bag to hit my back. And so then the kid sitting to my left, his name was Christian, he would look at me and be like, and he would announce in the class, he goes, hey everyone, look at Maddox, he's got a boner. <laughs> so, and so I'm like, no, I'm just actually sitting this way so Janine doesn't hit me with her duffel bag. <laughs> and it was so unfair, and I remember growing up, like, that was my first experience with boy bands. Uh-huh. Someone hit me with a fucking... That's not your experience with yeah. boy bands, it's your not... experience with this weirdo girl that's trying <laughs> yeah. to assault you. <laughs> well, not... yeah, you hate boy bands because Janine had a duffel bag? <laughs> something to do with it yeah um so the boy bands from the 90s you had nsync backstreet boys 98 degrees nah i don't i don't know boys to men oh great whoa bb mac you got beef with boys to men now what Mm. is it about them that you don't like he doesn't know (laughs) he doesn't freaking know (laughs) i just remember that one song that boys to men beep 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 whatever it's a great song is that how it goes do they say beep 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 or those lyrics i'm a a fan of boys to men and of k-pop and any non-white groups out there (laughs) you got you got bb mac you got lfo and then you got o-town now when i remember it's not 90s Oh, really? Yeah, that's yes, like it, early two yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it came from the same movement. Doesn't matter. Does allow not it. matter. Right. I got hit up by <laughs> No, because you could say that, you know, uh NSYNC and um Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys also were early two thousands. You could, but you'd be wrong because they were late nineties and then they barely yeah. exist Backstreet Boys were barely existed by the two thousands. They came back in the late two thousands oh, recently. They came yeah. back. Yeah. That's like saying Maddox came back. Nobody cares. Everybody cares, but nobody Maddox has been here. Oh, they came yeah. back and now, uh, now they're the Backstreet, Backstreet Men. Boys, the, the Backstreet Boys came back. There were four of them instead of five. Nobody, you can't say they came what? back. You That's really like, know your Backstreet back. Boy I history. Yeah. But O-Town, you had something to say about O-Town, them. O-Town, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got hit up as as Maddox was first exploding onto mm-hmm. the scene. Wow. Very I was long getting, time ago. I was first, it wasn't that fucking long ago. <laughs> okay. I, the other day. You know, it has been a long time. Get it's to been the same. story. Okay, so... I got contacted by one of the publicists or I think the manager or something for O-Town. 
and oh she said to me, <laughs> the Armenian, the bad boy, the, the, the heartthrob, the Armenian. Which one? Tell me. Which shit one? Poster. I don't know. I don't know. But she was like, hey, I uh, manage these guys. I know them. I help them tour, whatever. Would you be interested in interviewing them? Yes. And I, yeah, I, that's what I said. I said, sure. I and then and then as soon as I confirmed, I went to I think it was either Google or Yahoo. It's still like when you know before Google. You said was really yes big. before you knew what you're signing up for. Alta Vista. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> you went on Lycos. Yeah, Lycos. Yeah, yeah. Meta, Meta filter. So I went to the website. I did my research. I'm like, oh, they're a boy band. And so I started writing my list of questions. The interview never happened, but I started writing my list of questions. Question number one was. Who are you guys? <laughs> gonna, I knew you were going to be a dick about yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Wait, okay, so what well, year was that? That was in the late 90s, early 2000s. Wasn't O-Town, they were created on a reality show, weren't they? Mm, was yeah, that Was that the right. one? Yeah. yeah. That the Nickelodeon thing? Or no, that was a different group. But yeah, O-Town probably, I think they yeah, were I think Yeah, I think it was like a UPN reality show or something. Yeah, now, UPN. There's, yeah. UP. Now, there's one more boy band that I want to mention. I didn't even, I've never heard of these until I started doing research today. It's called Eccentric. Have you guys heard of these? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Eccentric. Is it's that a, new? No, it's it's from the late 90s. It's a three-person boy band. Listen to this. I brought a little clip of this. Oh, but here, this perfectly encapsulates everything I hate about boy bands. I have two clips. Listen to this first one. What's up? My name is Mike. I'm 18, and I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> we are eccentric. What? Wait, what? Yeah. what? Hey, just really quick. So lame. O-Town is an American boy band formed from the first season of the MTV-produced reality television series Making the Band in 2000. Doesn't what? Okay, I will veto my my right. O town. You know what? Strike that from the record. <laughs> Eliminate it from your consideration when you vote. <laughs> you know, but, you know yeah. how you said we don't listen to the same shit as like from the forties. Yeah, what these boy bands were doing is basically like that barbershop feel of like a bu- of a bunch of handsome young lads do- kind of singing and harmonizing over each other. They, yeah, it's just, it is. So we do recycle shit from the past. Sure, it's bar- sure. it's a little bit of barbershop, a little bit of hip hop. Wait, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, so your whole point about how we don't listen to anything we do listen to some of the same stuff it's informed by um i forgot what else i was gonna say oh yeah five what about five the number five like the oh yeah i remember that ive these guys they were from europe i think from england right not only were they a boy band but they can rap too (sighs) five what you're waiting for if you want a three two two one let's do it Good luck. Uh, Good yeah, luck. that's, that's a hell of a rap. By today's standards, that was fucking hip, hardcore, <laughs> old school hip hop. Compared, uh, to, compared uh. to what all fucking Yo Gotti and then Illuminati and all these guys are fucking mumbling about today, those guys could fucking spit rhymes. Yeah. Oh man, that made my that made my dick cringe right off. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Off. I'm sorry if that music didn't appeal to yeah. your dick. I'm it just did, saying that was did. real rap. No, you're right. With off. with hindsight, Five was very ahead of their time, and you know that's <laughs> why they're so time. well regarded today. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I, here's the other clip I want to play from E Centric. I'm trying to look them up, and I really don't think they exist. E-centric. I think well, they, they exist. It's E dash centric. Yeah. And so the only no good. Yeah. Here. So here's the here's the second clip I want to play. Listen to this. Bobby's the bad boy. Yeah, I'm the kind of the rebel <laughs> one. I don't like. Yeah, they're the wild mm-hmm. ones. I mean, they go out there. We are like ah. David and I are very similar. In, in I'm just uh, like the bold, dark shadow. Yeah, definitely. He yeah. sets like mysterious, mysterious image to the group. 
What are they doing? Uh, I'm not supposed to point out the formula. I'm like, I'm like the random one. I'm just a random. I'm just a random one. I'm a Sagittarius. What's up, ladies? Yeah. And their fans are all like fucking twelve years old. It's creepy. Well, that's. I mean, that's every boy band. That's I, every entertainer. Well, I don't know. Here's the thing with with boy band music. It is. It is for children, basically. Like tweens and little kids and listen i i mean (laughs) caitlin proudly points to herself Uh, myself Mm -hmm. all right they they hit you at the correct age but you know i I, ideally the you know uh, i don't know a little kid's not gonna have a great taste in music right so uh, that's where it stemmed from for me of course you know you're not gonna start a kid at grad school they gotta start in elementary school they'll like some boy bands and then maybe they'll get into music and, oh. and some better stuff you because I, I love those bands because I was whatever that old when they came about I'm not like listening to any of the boy bands now which what's the one the one direction I've never listened yeah. to a single song I don't know who they wow. are not a single song of theirs. Don't, don't, you don't have to lie about it yeah. <laughs> you know, I, well, I, I, I love how they're like explaining like they're like the last attempt at, at launching a boy band and they have to like get up there and explain I'm the rebel I'm the quiet one yeah. he's, I, he's like the, the rebel he's yeah. The yeah. Cool. they're like explaining to you like how you should think of each one of us yeah. Yeah. like Maddox is the techie you know, I'm the I'm the loudmouth one. I'm the he's the rebel. You know, it's like why are you you're like explaining how this is gonna work? I yeah. would love I would be into boy bands if they just like ruthlessly picked on one of them as like oh yeah and he's uh he's yeah. the dipshit mm-hmm. we know <laughs> and nobody liked the dipshit and yeah. everybody they were just like clowning on the dipshit all the time kind of like uh in Family Guy with the uh, with the daughter what's her name Sue- Meg. Meg Meg yeah Meg anyway um these boys so Alan. I am like a battleship, all right? Okay. And what you just did is you just loaded munitions into my cannon that I'm going to fire, Uh-oh. okay? Because you just pointed out something very important, that kids like boy bands, and it's music for kids. What else do kids like? Let's talk about food. They like nuggets, chicken nuggets. They like apple slices. They like plain cheese pizza. They like okay. spaghetti with just marinara sauce. They like garlic bread. They you like, like all those things they're they're just okay and i refuse to eat them if i have options but that's what kids like so what boy bands are they're the wonder bread of music boom yeah whatever but they're still making a lot more money than all of us so well yeah that's debatable Uh, a lot of them got screwed yeah yeah. lance bass was i mean i saw him you saw him at a a gay bar on in west hollywood yeah yeah Yeah, but he was i loved him it doesn't mean he's still living off backstreet boys money he could totally have gotten sync and i think so i think in sync you sure it wasn't his his, uh lavish gig with the tv guy channel (laughs) (laughs) i think i think if you're like if you're in sync i think you live off that like forever i think yeah. right I mean, if you're know. in sync royalties sure. can be confusing I mean, they, they, they did anything. sign terrible contracts but I, I think it's figured out by now i'm gonna go uh, yeah they're touring and or they, they've done some tours and stuff yeah anyway, he's that's, doing okay that's that's my pick boy bands so caitlin back to you if you had to pick the one for your worst thing from the 90s what would you pick um so we talked about shit tv Sitcom, yeah, shit shitty, TV. shitty TV. I just have, I just have a couple last things to say, sure, really quickly, yeah. Before we, hacky sacks, beanie babies, Furbies, Crystal Pe- Pepsi, nine eleven. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wait, 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 how dare you? How you don't, dare you don't you? just slide 9-11 through unnoticed. 9-11 in there for you. Hey, speaking of 9-11, so I, <laughs> what? I made this video a while back about Arby's, 
and uh, you know clowning on their new ads that they're just like exploiting nerd culture. And since I put out that video, I've been trolling Arby's social media accounts. Anytime they do this, I've been posting comments like, hey, Arby's, love your stuff. And then I put uh, little emojis that are uh, kind of a little nod to 9-11. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm going to post this online. You guys will see. But anyway, yeah, 9-11, I will veto that, Caitlin. That was Wait, was that 2001? 2001. Mm-hmm. Yes. I messed that up. Yeah. You're not sure when 9-11 was? Wow, sounds like someone forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not 9-11-01. It just is 9-11. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. The day that defined the next, like, 20 years of national policy and national security. Oh. Okay, let, it's not was not that big of a deal. What, okay. Caitlin like, means to say is there was an attempt to n- to blow up and knock down the towers in 93, mm-hmm. and that's what she's referring oh, to. That's exactly Never, right. That he, ammunition. Got he, got, he knew exactly what I was talking about. Damn it. Oh my that, God. That's true. That's true. A lot of people forget about that. But in 93, there was that, uh, there was yeah. a, uh, I think it was a van bomb that went off in the parking lot mm-hmm. of, of the uh, World Trade Center. Yeah. People forget it. And that was the same group as Al-Qaeda, wasn't it? Sure was. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good memory, yeah. Yeah, well, it's hard to forget when somebody tries to knock down our buildings and we do nothing about it, and then they come back and do it a second time successfully. Yeah, well, I guess. Good note oh, to end boy. on. Let's, yeah. Uh... yeah. Uh, <laughs> 9-11 is always, a, is always a good note to end. I like to pepper it in yeah. every once. So, so of those, you want, you would pick... You know, oh, shit TV. There was shit, shit TV. Shitty TV, okay, in great. In the 90s. So we got shitty TV, AOL. We got flannel. No, flan- tying flannel around your waist. Tying flannel or around a your waist. jacket, but let's just say flannel. Okay. He, said, he calls it flannel. Flannel. Oh <laughs> I don't know, a flannel? You just call it flannel. I don't know what this shit is, why it was ever cool, why anyone flannel. wants to wear it. Because men like to go out and chop trees down, Rucka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. I've seen you doing lots of that. Are there a lot of trees growing around your fucking PC? Los Angeles. Right, he's chopped them down. Yeah, I've chopped them all down. Thank you, Alan. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alan, a real bro. Thank yeah. you, truly, Alan. Truly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, don't forget to vote at madcastmedia.com. Now's your chance to vote. Pick what sucked most from the 90s. Mm-hmm. If there's something we didn't mention, Caitlin's list was pretty exhaustive. This is what I love <laughs> about Caitlin, guys, by the way. She always does so much research mm. for doing this show. She has this notebook out open in front of her. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see this. She has two pages fully filled out. From top to bottom with on sources. notes. With sources. With sources, too, yeah. Because I I have tested Caitlin before. I, mm. I, she brought in something that deflated one of my arguments in the past. And I said, what's the source for that? And she told me the source, and I remembered it. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it checks out. You're, you're right. You're, yeah. you're right. Begr- begrudgingly. Every time I get you, I see you, because you go like this. You, like, look up into the left with your eyes. Like, you're like, oh, shit. She really got me on that one. Bingo. Anyway, guys, don't forget to vote. Madcastmedia.com. Rucka, do you have a wrap-up for us? Oh, Yeah fuck um flannel is just it just it just <laughs> symbolizes it just symbolizes all that's low effort and uncaring about the world it really is just everything that i dislike about society oh. it's a rucker wrap up very good no. all right guys well we should get to the results from last week's debate last week caitlin and alan since neither hey. of you were here, we debated what was the best pet. Just off the top of your heads, what would you say the best pet is? Dog forever, because fuck you. Okay, wrong and Alan. <laughs> uh, cat? Wow. Okay. The well, diversity. That wasn't even on the list, but I would say, you know, maybe a little bit higher than dog. Who knows? But I have the results in, okay? We had a four-way debate. Tie. Oh, my God. No. I thought you were going to say tie. No. I was like... <gasps> We've had it. We've had an exact tie before in the voting, but this is not one of them. We have a clear winner. All right. So we had four choices. Number four was horses. 
Good. <laughs> Fuck horses. That's such a high maintenance pet. Very high maintenance. That was Brock's. I think he brought it in as a jokey pet because he was like, "Yeah, I like to. I don't go any. I don't go grocery shopping without my comfort horse." I feel like <laughs> he brought it in as a fuck you to you. Yeah, especially. So Brock brought in horses that was dead last, followed by birds. I can't believe birds didn't even get in the top two. Birds are cute. I like birds. Yeah, birds are great. <laughs> They're smart animals. Great. And then <laughs> turtles. Yeah. Fuck turtles. Turtles. <laughs> turtles. Shitty. What, what kind of choices are these? Garbage Weird. ones. And then the number one choice with 72% of the vote was dogs. Woo! Wow. Yeah. Garbage. I knew it. Garbage. They're the best pet. That's wow. Why. Oh, real, real fucking edgy, this audience. It doesn't have to be edgy. <laughs> it just is true. <laughs> true mm. that's a good point anyway guys let's get to the voicemail i got a ton of voicemail this week we got so many i don't know why this week more than any other but we've got so much voicemail uh let's start out with this one i don't know if you guys know the listeners at home i started a news program on my main youtube channel on my maddox youtube channel not madcast media my regular maddox channel and i'm doing a live weekly news show and i got a voicemail about that uh, listen to this guy Maddox, I fucking love the new news network. Uh, please keep doing what you do. I want to see a video every week. I'm learning way more than I would from fucking Rachel Maddow or Sean Hannity wow. or any of those jackasses. You rule. Yeah, that's right. I do rule. Thank you for the feedback. Keep that feedback coming, guys. I'm going to be doing these every week live on Friday. Friday nights at around uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 p.m. Eastern. Tune in live. I may do them a little bit earlier, but I'm doing these regularly now. Um, I'm working with a producer in Arkansas who does a news program, an actual news program. So uh, this is uh, very fascinating. I want to I want to see what you guys think. I want to keep hearing some uh, some feedback and uh, let me know what I'm doing right because I already know the answer is everything. <laughs> um, here's another voicemail. Here's one about the uh, the pet debate. Listen, to this. Uh, there there isn't anything good about birds. They're weak as shit. I mean, they're no better than horses. You they break their wing and you might as well kill them because they're useless. Wrong, dipshit. You break your wing. Since when birds occasionally break their wing if they're flying around. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, I mean, you know, like people break their arms. But if a bird breaks its wing, you don't have to put it down, idiot. Birds can walk. And they can find lots of food on the ground. Because guess what birds eat? Worms and seeds. And the ground is littered with worms and seeds. I heard that when I was listening to the last one that the problem was that you couldn't wrestle a bird. Yeah, yeah. Or a dog, really. Or a girlfriend. You could wrestle a girlfriend for sure. I'll rip your eyes out. And then... <laughs> Caitlin, every time I've wrestled a girl, two, one of two things happen. First, I get a boner. Second... <laughs> and the second thing is, it, she's like, no, seriously, don't hold back. Seriously. And then she... And then, like, if I if I actually try any wrestling moves, like, oh, stop. Oh, she doesn't like when you pull the pile driver on her? Yeah. I uh, fight, what's her problem? I oh, my neck. dirty, though. I fight dirty, though. Oh, you fight dirty? Yeah, I, like, throw nails in and like really, I more hit boners, in the balls more it's just, <laughs> just yeah. great, great wrestling move yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's like it turns into survival for me in a second I'm like oh this is fun and then I just like put my nails out and I yeah I yeah mm-hmm. Jesus. It, I don't know how that is uh, any kind of disagreement with anything I just said it because wins. it's just like oh, I go right for the balls well it and wins and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I get a boner <laughs> anyway here's another voicemail this is about horses uh, missed opportunity listen to this you know when you started mentioning the mane of the horse I thought you were going to go for the argument that horses are the world's biggest neck beards because they have a lot of neck hair 
missed opportunity. That's right. Horses are feminists. They're male feminists. Did you know? That's what, that's what a neckbeard is? No. <laughs> a neckbeard is a... Uh, a neckbeard? Well, it can be. You guys don't know what a neckbeard is? Yeah, like a I nerd. Do. He doesn't. A okay. male feminist? Is that what you just said? So, uh, not all... Not he all, said something that made no sense and not all, he's trying listen, to backtrack. Listen, not all male feminists are neckbeards, but all neckbeards are male feminists. No, that could not be farther from the Wait, truth. You're neckbeards. talking the milady. Yeah, fellas. the milady guys. The fedora yeah. dudes. The milady guys are fucking, they're anti-feminists. No, they're, I mean, they claim, that's not what they claim. The guys with the, the neck beards, the fedora wearing fucking nerds. Yeah, uh, my lady, let me yeah. let me help you with that, my lady. Just yeah. saying. That's, that's anti-feminist. Saying uh. let me help you with that is anti-feminist. Yeah, they uh. don't realize it. That's why they're such morons. No, okay. you're the moron. They're an anti-feminist. They're not anti-feminists. They're anti-feminists. Male feminists are not neckbeards. Those are two I know distinct groups th- of people. There's a guy who I'm sure has a smelly dick. I've argued with yes. on Facebook. Smelly dick. Smelly dick on on Facebook, and he looks like the picture perfect that meme of like the fat dude with a fedora. I've argued with him, and he considers himself a male feminist. All right, you found one guy. I've I found multiple. Anybody, Caitlin, what do you say? I was just gonna say anybody that considers himself a male feminist, I think it's pretty dope. <laughs> oh. See, I told you. Yeah, he oh, yeah the, the, before he. Uh, you know, yeah, but I think we've had... even the fact that they can like accept the term, I think that's pretty dope. It's pretty uh, dope. But there are a lot of them are coming are like yeah. being busted as creepers yeah. now, Caitlin, including always, Weinstein. Yeah, I always get skeptical at, at the guys that are like very, very male feminist. Right? They're not dope. They're usually compensating for something awful. That's right. And 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 same with the, same thing with that uh, guy from uh, Defy Media. He's like he's smaller, lesser known, but he's Andy Signore, that guy who got busted. I actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Andy in real life. I met him a few times. Not not very well. But he got busted as being a super creep, and he was also a male feminist. And then there was that uh, that other dude. Um, he was the guy. I, I talked about him in the very first episode of the show. He wrote an article in defense of the female Ghostbusters, like, as a male feminist. And he started writing this whole fucking article. Turns out he's a creep. Also, be- I feel like the putting male in front of feminist is counterproductive. You're exactly. just a feminist. You're mm-hmm. not a male feminist. Yes. You're just a feminist. Yeah, yeah you're just sure. a feminist, Maddox. Fuck <laughs> <Lucky laughs> you, right. <laughs> All right, I'm a sincere feminist, Caitlin. There you, you go. Back. You heard it. You heard it here first. Yeah. Guess who's gonna get slept with first? It's oh. right. Ra- <laughs> Damn it! See, see how this works, Maddox? <laughs> but no, neck beards are not feminist. Get the fuck out of here! Neck yes, beards are. are fucking grimy, fedora wearing gamer gate. Guess guys. what? Fucking dipshit Weinstein was. He was a fucking neck beard. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He has a fucking... He, he has the, the fucking owner or CEO of a gargantuan empire is not a neckbeard. A he, neckbeard is a guy who lives in the basement and looks at hentai. That's a neckbeard. I agree. Yeah. And See, he also, she agrees. And he also wants to defend the honor of women. Okay, uh, here's, <laughs> here's, here's another voicemail. So... We had I a debate. I need to explain internet culture to this guy. Yes, yeah. we had. Oh, we had I invented that shit. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> Even Alan. We don't have time for you to retort. Please get back to what oh, you're yeah. saying. Yeah, story of my life. Here, so we had a debate on the show about who was going to be the next big person who's going to have a scandal in Hollywood. I remember that. Uh-huh. That was the time everyone except for me named someone that was already under fire. <laughs> Fuck out here. No, because we had a guest on the show, Erica Rhodes. Yes. And Erica picked... Something that I thought was out of left field. James Franco. Yes. Out of left field. The way she brought him up and said that he had already been accused of something. Yeah, she must have known. Because he did. Like, she brought a, it up that he a was A couple already. years ago, he was under fire because he sent an Instagram message of himself being weird and naked to like a 17-year-old. A 17-year-old, yeah. But, but the I don't argument, think he was naked. I think he was just like hitting sure. on her. He was no, he was shirtless. Her. Yeah. He sent, him a, she sent her a shirtless oh, picture. Shirtless. And he was, it looked. 
weird. Well, so he was he was trying to he was trying to sleep with this uh, this girl who was seventeen, and the argument was like how he got around it. He's like, oh, I didn't know at the time, blah blah blah. This and is so all people- alleged, not because it didn't or did happen, but because I don't trust that you are entirely sure you're reporting things accurately, and we want to protect your. We want to protect you in this case. Your We're credibility. At, or your credibility. I, I, what, I, anything I, being said about James Franco at this moment is loosely based on ale- allegations that we're not sure were actually alleged. Okay. These, okay, I read this in an article. Okay. I did research after the that allegations we, yeah, came out. Yeah. I did research. He read it. I did read it. Okay. And I saw the, the screenshots of the Instagram conversation. I, I Look, I don't know how credible they are, but this is what's uh, what's been what's been said. But anyway, Erica Rhodes picked James Franco. Wow. And listen to this voicemail. Hey, Maddox, uh, first time caller here. Calling about uh, a while back, you had an episode on what was going to be the next big scandal in Hollywood or whatever. And I'm pretty sure you were talking about uh, James Franco. And fast forward to today, look what's happening to him. So I'm surprised you're not like gloating about it. Anyways, you're awesome. Rucka, you're the best. Keep up the good fight. Uh, Dropkick a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'm going to give that to Erica because at the time, James Franco, this thing was kind of in the past, and I brought in Brian Singer, uh, and yeah. again, like yeah. Rucka, and another the, guy that's already under already was uh, yeah. the producer of the X Men. Okay, uh, you know yeah. the one who was accused of partying with a bunch of underage boys. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but, but yes, none he of those, brought none that of those... guy in as someone who will get in trouble. But my argument was that none of those allegations had stuck before because he what, either settled them. Or they were dismissed, okay. or nobody believed them. What makes it stick? What makes you say it sticks? Because it's stuck now, and he's how lost. did it stick? What's the difference between now and then? The difference what? between now and then is the Me Too movement. Okay. Well, Brian so, Singer, so kept- nothing is different. It's just that there's a quote movement around it. Well, Brian just- Singer kept getting work, and people were trying to legally. You know, the question I guess was, if something sticks, it means that they are out of work. And they, yeah, yeah, they're, right? they're, they're, yeah, they're held the, accountable. Finally, the question was the debate was who's going to have a scandal. The, there, there's no difference between this scandal and the one from a few years ago. Mm. It's the, they're both a scandal. Well, they uh, were using things that they saw before to try to protect. The yeah, future. the only one that day who brought in something new because <sighs> Mikey Bolts brought in John Travolta, who yeah. also had already been accused of messing around with a masseuse yeah. inappropriately. Mm. I brought in Bob Saget. I That's was out of the, see that you're the only one that hasn't picked somebody totally. Exactly. I said, hey, there's a guy who, you know, wouldn't surprise me if he's gotten drunk a few times and uh, gotten a little too uh, comfy with some with some groupie named Michelle. That <laughs> that was mine. I think that bag bag Saget. <laughs> bag Saget. Bag Saget. I think he's I don't know. I don't I would like to think he wouldn't. I don't think mm. Bob Saget because he's too raunchy. He's too raunchy. Yeah. He's uh, Bob Saget, which, by the way, I thought but he was... But wasn't Louis C.K. too raunchy, too? No. Mm. Well, actually, Louis C.K. was a, was kind of a shocker, I think. It was a oh. shocker. He's a male feminist. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, yeah. You can cut this if you need to, but I knew about it before it happened because... No, people, we can talk about it, yeah. Okay, because people in the comedy scene sure. told me it had happened to them. Oh, geez. So, and, a first-hand account people yeah, told you? Yeah, like four or five years ago. Oh, wow! Geez. So you knew about this? So yeah. there's there's like there's whispers, whispers like around about Brian Singer and he's these parties where he parties with underage boys. But here's the difference, okay, uh, between what's happened then and what's happening now. These allegations and things that kind of flew around back then, they were just that, and then a lot of them were settled or dismissed. Like the big one was Bill O'Reilly that happened in in uh, Fox News about ten years ago. 
10, 15 years ago where there's he was hitting on a female producer. He was making a lot of unwanted sexual advances towards her, leaving voicemails on her cell phone or her, her landline or whatever, saying that he was showering and uh, masturbating <laughs> and he wanted to put a black vibrator up his ass and he wanted her to wash her boobs with a loofah. And he spelled it wrong, I think. And he said it's a, a hummus type thing. Anyway, mm. there's all these like weird things, very weird specific things. And they settled with her for something like, uh, I don't know, like $12 million or something like that, like a lot of money. Everybody kind of said, okay, well, it was settled, and they just moved on. But then it happened again and again and again, multiple people. And that's why the whole, basically the entire hierarchy at Fox News has had to step down, including Roger Ailes himself, who had to step down and then I think just passed away, right? You know how easy it is to just not be horrible? (laughs) (laughs) you could just like not you know assault people or rape people like that's how you just you just don't do it i I will say you know what i agree i agree that people (laughs) should not rape other people yeah i know this is like a a pretty crazy stance yeah yeah. See, see, you know, you know, Rucka's uh, kind of wink, wink, nod, nod, because he doesn't have any hair on his neck. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's the tell. Now he's the only one here that doesn't. So what's the <laughs> what's the difference between allegations now and allegations back then? That now it's official. Now there's this invisible authority declaring that it's a thing. This is so like not real. I mean, it, it, if it existed, if the allegation was there five years ago, it's here now. What's the difference now? Because do we're do doing th- something about it now. Who is? Society. But, yeah, everybody oh, has decided. Okay, but it's a scandal now, just like it was back then. But now, but now it seems like something has shifted in society. And I will say that looking back in 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, this time that we're living in right now, people will say is when our culture was shifted and our culture was whatever this paradigm shift is i don't even have a name for it we don't know what exactly it is but there is a paradigm shift and we are living in it right now just like in the 60s there was a paradigm shift and the 70s and the 80s every generation has its paradigm shift and we're living in one right now and i don't know what the answer is rucka but i think even you would agree that there is something different I think yeah. as we move forward, well, they'll well much later on there'll be a name for what's going on yeah. that we don't have yet. But because we're in this place that we are now with technology and stuff, it allows more people to move forward. And so I think more and more women are seeing more and more women or men move forward, and it's creating them being able to move forward. You mean like come forward with an with a claim? It's like yeah, something that's happened to them. I've that- had uh, friends. I mean. Not to go too much into it, but I mean, almost every woman I've known has been assaulted or raped or something in some way. And everyone's quiet about it because it's much too, it's something that's something you don't want to talk about. It's shameful almost. Well, it's horrible and it is becoming less of a stigma and, to at least come forward. Right? And when you see other people come forward and other women be strong, then it helps you to be strong. Yeah. Maybe that's, I think that's probably... Uh, a succinct way to put it maybe that's what the cultural shift is is that uh, more people who've been assaulted more victims are more i guess brave enough to come forward because other people have and it's a tough thing to do man i mean it really is you you, especially going against people who are rich and powerful in the industry like harvey weinstein and louis ck if you actually talk about this stuff and nobody believes you you you're risking everything and plus potential lawsuits because a lot of these powerful men have gone after these women. Maybe that may be a sign that, uh, you know, some of these allegations might not hold as much water. But it's a difficult thing. It's a difficult decision to make. And I don't think that anyone who makes these claims necessarily uh, makes it lightly. 
it's a tough it's it's a tough the thing is is that if you like there's always going to be those people that say um well they're just trying to get media attention or they're just trying to get famous and if you're trying to get media attention or famous why would you want it for that all right well um on that note i got a call from weird matthew mcconaughey uh speaking of matthew yeah speaking of neck beards yeah maddox if long neck hair bothers you so much how do you live in glendale okay shithead (laughs) i don't you don't no not not funny I get I get the stereotype here. That was a stab at being Armenian. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Bravo. Okay, Caitlin, good job. Yeah. Just for everyone else listening out there who doesn't mm-hmm. live in Los Angeles, a lot of Armenians live in Glendale. That's um, a stab that he took. And here's a here's a call. I think this is a correction. I'm not sure. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. So, Rockland is actually right for once. True. Um, evolution is a series of accidents. It's called mutations. Can you just mutate yourselves at random? Uh, no. Uh, it happens. Oh my god, I fucked this call up. Oh, oh, he was doing no. so well. Oh, you almost had it. And he called back and met, left a much longer voicemail. <laughs> but we're low on time. But yeah, that's we're low the on one time. We're playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got fucked uh, up. Yeah. Uh, I also talked about how in Metal Gear Solid, I talked about the turtle's natural defense. I thought I talked about how turtles s- survive in nature, mm-hmm. which is to wait out predators. And I thought, can you imagine if video games did this? And then I got this call. You guys were riffing about Metal Gear Solid and waiting out the enemies. They actually did that in the third game. There was a sniper battle that you could wait seven days and reload the game, and you would find the dude dead of old age. Yeah, I yeah. forgot seven about that. Seven days? Wait, yeah. what game? Metal Gear Solid. So oh. the original game in PlayStation, they did all these really cool meta things where there was the the guy, uh, Psycho Mantis, where he would say... He, he would know if you had a second controller plugged in or he would know if you'd played through the game before because it would check your memory card to see if other save data was, was available for Metal Gear Solid. It really freaked out a lot of players because it's like, oh shit, the game knows. The game is aware of my activity in real life. And then one additional step is one of the snipers, there was a little Easter egg the developers threw in where if you started the, uh, fighting the sniper, saved your game, and then fast forwarded the internal clock on the PlayStation one week ahead or just waited one week, you'd come back in and the... Sniper was dead of old age. So how much time is supposed to be? He died in seven days. Well, he was like he an old, old man age. character. Oh, he already yeah. was. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That game's cool. already weird. weird did you ever weird play game. through? No, but I knew people that did. It's um, really cool. So my uh, boyfriend wanted to cosplay me to cosplay as Quiet. Oh, oh of course man. he does. So, do you know what Quiet? So he wears? just wanted you to yeah, be naked. I fucking do. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> in October during the holidays, I don't I'm know what, food. Co- what I'm not Quiet gonna... wears. Uh, nothing. Basically, well, nothing. Yeah, yeah. It, quiet. She, but but you see, it's because she has a unique medical condition where mm, she yeah. she can't drink. She can only absorb water she through has her skin. To be naked. So she has to be basically naked and rolling around in puddles all the time, right? To I'd survive. Rather, uh-huh. I'd, yeah. I'd much know? rather cosplay as the dog. It's a very complicated, <laughs> complex female character. You know, maybe we'll check in back around Halloween time. We'll see. Yeah, all right. Uh, or Comic Con time. Comic Con time. Yeah, I mean, your boyfriend's not wrong. That's a that's a, <laughs> that's a great costume. I got I got so so every now and then I'll misspeak on this fucking show, and I don't believe it. Yeah, it happened, Alan, and I happened to say that you got to get your oil changed every thirty thousand miles. I meant to say three. I got a fucking shit ton of correction. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maddox, you. Fucking idiot. He's a dick. I really hope you don't change your oil every 30,000 miles. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you dumb shit. Oh, oh, it's so laughable, huh, shithead? He's so satisfied with himself. I yeah. know, he's a dick. So smug. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's a joke for you. Aw, oh, shit. Yeah, douchebag of the week. Well, hold on, it's not done. Listen to this one. You only change your oil once every 30,000 miles? Are you out of your fucking mind? That's it? Wow. Yeah, two in a row. Uh, wow. Then I got a caller from the Christian Atheist, the real Christian Atheist calling in. Uh, we, we got a caller who called himself the Christian Atheist a, little, a few weeks back, and then his friend tried to call in and pretend to be him, and he turned out he wasn't the Christian Atheist, he was just Tom the Jew. We haven't heard from Tom the Jew in a while, but here's the Christian Atheist. Listen to this. Hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. I don't know if this is the best pet, but it's definitely a pet that I've always wanted to have, but it's really hard to get. It is uh, an anteater. And I'll tell you why I think it's a good pet. Number one, they don't have teeth, so they can't really bite you. And when they do, it doesn't hurt that much. Number two, they're adorable. They're cute. Google anteater pets. You'll see them all wearing a bunch of cute, adorable sweaters. Um, mm. If I could have one, I would. Fuck whales. Yeah, I've actually looked into this a well, while. I think he had a nice voice. I really liked him a lot. I'm yeah. going to get an anteater now. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so I looked into this a while back. Very suggestible. Mm, he was yeah. very good sound. I like him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so I looked into this a little while back about anteaters as a pet because I, I lived in an apartment for a while that I had an ant problem. And I thought, ha ha, oh. I'm just going to get an anteater <laughs> and uh, I won't have to bite food because there's a shit ton of ants and it'll uh, take care of itself. That, that, is is such, that is the most complicated solution to your ant problem. <laughs> Truly. Well, so then I looked into it. I went down the rabbit hole. I spent a couple days researching this shit. Turns out anteaters are horrible pets to have. They are very high maintenance. Their pee is very caustic. It smells really bad, I think. I, I, I guess I guess their pee is like notoriously bad, and they emit this like sticky kind of thing from their skin. Uh, and they don't eat a lot of ants in, despite their names. They eat a lot of other things, and they, they have a very specific diet. The temperature has to be just right. They're always dying. Are they supposed to be pets, though? They're not, right? They're not supposed to be pets. No, no. but they, they have one job, and that's to eat ants, <laughs> yeah. and they don't do it. Yeah, they're not... I mean, they'll eat ants, but that's not all they eat. And by the way, to feed an anteater, to have enough ants, you need, like, tons of ants throughout the year. They, 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 they go around, and they find ant mounds in nature and they but that's not, suck them out yeah with their long tongues the Ugh. vacuum cleaner yeah like a vacuum yeah kind of well no they they're have shaped a shaped like one their tongue is mm-hmm. they're, yeah their tongue is kind of sticky their tongue yeah they, it's they like have their a, snout right they're like elephants their snout but they have they a tongue trunk. that comes out too it's like snow. Oh, dude, what a nasty animal! Honestly, <laughs> of all the animals is. that are that are endangered, why isn't that one on? Like, why isn't that one extinct? That one's just weird. What a horrible Good question. animal! Horrible creature. Maybe we'll have that for the vote. Should we make anteaters extinct? <laughs> <laughs> At least don't domesticate them. Don't bring yeah, them indoors. I agree. Uh, here's another voicemail. Maddox, you wait thirty thousand miles before changing uh, the oil in your car. Mm-hmm. No wonder you only own a bike. You greased up shithead. Oh, Fuck you. You know what? Another one. Uh. <laughs> you guys know what I meant when I said thirty thousand. You know I meant three. My first car was a Ford Aspire, <laughs> a '97 Ford Aspire. Oh Do you know God. what that is? Yeah. Yeah. You sure you didn't no. uh, wear flannel or uh, <laughs> flannel? It was like a roller skate trying to uh, drive that thing through the icy, snowy roads of of Michigan. Michigan, yeah. And um, I thought that, like, oil changes were just kind of a suggestion. 
You know, jeez, oh, they are three thousand miles is what yeah. the oil companies want you to do. Sure, at 3, depends well, on how much you ride. You drive. Is that what it looked like? It was red, but yeah, it was like so a Caitlin's holding up a picture of a like Ford Aspire, awkward, awkward yeah. hatchback. Yeah. So how door. long did you wait before changing? Yeah, uh, till it was too late. <laughs> and it just exploded, or what happened? It didn't have a wing on the back, but yeah, it looked like that. So it just, yeah, it just like smoked one day, and just it. W- I haven't never got my again. oil changed in a very long time, and my car will mm-hmm. probably explode pretty soon. Also. You want to change the oil? Actually, here's what I, my mechanic teacher told mm-hmm. me in the, in uh, shop class. My dad was also very handy with the cars. I I learned a lot about cars. I could do most maintenance myself. It's not a big deal. Learn how to do it. Don't be a fucking idiot. Don't be helpless. But yeah. uh, basically, my my mechanic teacher in in uh, shop class in our you know in my high school. Um, said that you should just pull out the dipstick, and if the oil doesn't look clear, if it looks like completely black, that's time to change your oil. Or it's actually probably a little bit too late. You shouldn't do it when it's completely black. You should be oil should be a little bit translucent so you can still read it on on something. Especially if you wipe it on a piece of paper or something, and it comes out completely black, that means you're it's time to change your oil because you don't want that burnt oil cycling through your system. It, it introduces a lot of um, soot and grime into your your engine that makes it uh, eventually stop running it, it, my it, oil yeah. is probably very black right now. this is a uh, fascinating advice if you're living in the 90s but pretty much every car today tells you when it's time for service yeah. Oh, yeah. so you That's take a, orders from your car now yeah exactly at least it's a loser loser it's a starting point no that's what the car manufacturers want you to do it's like it's basically the really? same thing yes my, my, my car wants theory. me to get my oil change or service every 10,000 miles yes because so 10,000 miles is, is too frequent 10, now no no it's not 10,000 yes 3,000 the car the actual cars tell you 10,000 the reason manufacturers do that is so you bring it into the dealership and then they'll say okay well now we got to charge you for an yeah a, a maintenance 10,000 miles it's usually 36,000 well that's not what cars actually t- suggest that's just you're 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 holding Wait, bad you- car companies responsible for the street knowledge that somebody laid on you at one point <laughs> but what actual cars recommend any car that's been made in the last seven to ten years tells you to get it serviced every ten thousand miles yeah. so stop complaining sure. about what some guy once told you yeah. about three thousand miles a guy which, who's, who's only knowledgeable his entire fucking career he's done this and he doesn't have any money to gain by bringing your car in every ten thousand miles like a bozo what that's what that's what the car manufacturers want you to think that so, your car needs to be brought in every ten thousand miles. So what's the actual number? The actual number depends on the uh, wear and tear of the car and how much maintenance you do. If if you live in snowy conditions, you're driving up hills, right, down hills, snow, salt. The, uh, it who depends cares? On We're the not going to get an answer. <laughs> ten thousand is is liberal. Yeah, for for <laughs> suckers. <laughs> three thousand is for suckers. That's 3, 000, your whole point. Three thousand is the is the manufacturer recommended how often you should get oil changed. Not but, it, not even true anymore because most new newer cars they tell you when it's time and it's usually after ten thousand miles. So the whole 3,000 thing was always just a fucking number that was kind of bullshit. Maybe it was more true back with old cars, but my car doesn't even tell me to get it changed any more frequently than 10,000 miles. So you're not what you're even saying that the car companies want. It's not even true. It's 36,000. What do you want to say, Alan? Well, I, I'm just I'm surprised your car really doesn't tell you to change your oil for 10,000 miles. Yeah, that's yeah about that much. No, that's, that's that, that too, seems high. too high. Yeah, but well, I. Cars are made better now than they you're used thinking. To be. You're thinking of uh, 
a system check, like a car, like a car checkup rather than an oil change. I pro- probably well a service, service, yeah, service. yeah. Well, okay. both. Well, you're wrong. Well, um, you know, you of- take it in one time, you get an oil change and some other little things, uh, and then a few times after that, they'll want you to get your tires rotated. Yeah, There's a few a times whole- after a car, you're supposed to turn it in after uh, ninety thousand miles, hundred thousand miles, just get a new car. That's what the manufacturers recommend. It would be better to listen to the manufacturers. Nobody's making you trade in your car after ten, after a hundred thousand. That's miles. what they recommend. Well, you don't have to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> well, here's a <laughs> well, here's a, here's a voicemail. Speaking of pads, this guy has a weird suggestion. I don't know if I agree with yeah. this. Uh, good debate as usual, but you know, also as usual, you guys branch off into random ass uh, tangents about whether reality is real and dictators and shit. But you know, that's to be expected. But uh, <laughs> an issue with what in your guys' choices, everybody knows. The best pets are three chained up Armenian children. I oh, keep starving. Oh, good <laughs> lord! Uh, come on, oh, please. I don't know. Maybe you please. can think about that one. Yeah, <sighs> we don't we don't joke about too that. too soon because literally that's <sighs> what happened in California. There was that family that just got busted. <gasps> it, were they, they weren't Armenian though. They weren't Armenian. Oh. Thankfully, it was called the uh, torture thankfully. house, the death house. What was it called? Yeah, they had thirteen kids and a couple of them the were hell shackled. House, I think. The hell house. Something. In Paris. No, it was in. Oh, in California? Mm-hmm. It was Paris, in California. California. Yeah. Paris, California. Oh, sure. Paris. P E R R I S. Paris, California. Oh, Paris, California. What were you saying? Paris. P E R R I S. Paris, California. Paris, yeah. Paris, Near Bakersfield, California. I think. Yeah, this oh. was a weird family. These these kid, a couple of them were shackled up. They were Jesus. well into their adults. Oh. Uh, they were malnourished. Oh. And then I, what uh, a lot of people don't realize is when you find when you find someone who is malnourished, who's been starving. You can't just give them food because their bodies won't adapt. You have to gradually wean them onto a normal diet. Otherwise, their body will reject it. They'll get even They're sicker. They could die. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, really fucked up. Anyway, thanks for the shitty suggestion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another one. You hear about this shit every once in a while, like someone had a girl in his basement, like from the time she was 10 through 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just execute that person, that guy within yeah, hours. He needs to get die. A, like they just need to die. I wouldn't right. even call it capital punishment. <laughs> get a toy. I would just like summary, just, summary punishment. Not even don't even don't even make eye contact with him. Just be like, hey, check that out. He looks, put a bullet in his head, sanctioned by the state. This is not vigilante justice. This is this is uh the you know, this is the government uh getting back to basics. This is this Can't is fix that. This is Rucka justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> street smart street smart his street smart rapper yeah. with a gold with a heart of gold <laughs> uh well here's one last call on that note listen fun, to this. fun yeah. note <laughs> well, here, here's a fun call listen to this it's about dogs addicts you fucking insult oh my god i was you know to be honest with you i love dogs and shit and i you know i love my dog and i love him to death but uh Um, taking them out is not a bad thing I mean you you know you get outside take a walk and shit twice a day is not killer you take them out for 10 maybe 10 minutes at most honestly they shit they piss you go back inside and masturbate I mean honestly like what the fuck is the problem you're so fucking counterintuitive for Christ's sake man (laughs) like I'm a fucking faggot, or not really, but I'm 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 a, I'm a loser, and I understand that shit. What the fuck is wrong with you, Maddox, Mister? Oh, you bitches! No, you don't. Fuck off. <laughs> How are you? Where was it going? He went on like five different tangents with that. Yeah. And I had to cut a big chunk in the middle of the call because it just went to silence. Your sh- your cell phone sucks shit. <laughs> and then he's, his whole argument seemed to be like, 
Oh, uh, Maddox, why don't you take your dogs out? You meet chicks. So when I take my dogs out, I just take them out and then I go home and masturbate. <laughs> so which is it, idiot? He meets chicks. He meets chicks. He meets chicks. Chicks. Dogs yes. are easy. I do think that you're making too big of a deal about taking them out and stuff. I, also, have you ever even had a dog, Maddox? One time, for a few, for about a week, <laughs> I was sleeping in a in a tent in my front lawn in, when I lived in, in Utah. I thought it would be a fun thing to camp out in my yard. It's a thing that kids do. So I camped out in the yard, and around 3 a.m., out of nowhere, the fucking dog runs into the tent. And I was shit in my pants. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? And it started licking my face. I'm like, Aww. oh, oh, it's a fucking dog. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. And the dog turned out to be this, I gotta, I gotta be honest, it was a very adorable Pomeranian. <laughs> and this guy, this, this little dog was so fucking cool. It was like my, my buddy for about a week. And every time I'd go to sleep, the dog would run back to my room and scratch the door until I opened it up and let him in. And he would just sleep right next to me this dog loved me and it was awesome and then i realized oh shit this dog's got a uh, a tag i should probably uh-huh. call it and tell the owner i went out and i bought the dog food and the dog and i like had pal and we became friends and everything and then the i called the owner they're like oh yeah we want it back i'm like well can i just keep it because you lost it and they're like no we want it and so they came and i was like well maybe they'll give me a reward mm-hmm. and the reward was how much did you spend on the pet food and i said uh, about 15 bucks they gave me 15 bucks. <laughs> that was my reward. This is why you hate dogs. It's because you no. had a bad experience. I had a good experience. I would say that was an overall positive experience with the dog that I had. It was house trained. It was friendly. It was my buddy for a week. But I, t- I handed over back to the owner. I've had good experiences with dogs. I like dogs. I like dogs just fine. So they compensated you uh, fairly, sounds like. Fairly? <laughs> Please. I returned so, their dog. So, so you got the joy of dog ownership mm-hmm. and you didn't lose any money on food. Exactly. Hey, listen. I <laughs> One of my buddies from uh, D- Detroit saved a man's life by performing CPR on him. This guy passed out in the supermarket. My friend runs over, performs CPR. However the fuck, I, I do this as though, like, you hug him, but no, you, like, kiss him and push on his head. <laughs> is that what it is to you? It's something. <laughs> By the way, why doesn't everyone know how to do CPR? That's the one thing everyone, like, they don't teach you anything sure. important in school. That's the one yeah. thing they should teach you. I know. I know how to do it. Anyway, right. so your friend saved the, the guy's life. And the guy was so thankful. This was, like, a, an old man, right? He was somewhat wealthy. This was a wealthy area, wealthy yeah, suburb. yeah. And the guy was so thankful. He threw a whole banquet and honored the city honored my friend. Wow. And it was on the new, the local news and everyone was so excited. And the guy gave presented my friend with a with a reward, a, a gift of you ready for it? Three hundred dollars. Wow. Whatever. It's three hundred dollars he didn't have. Well, he also got a banquet. He got a banquet. He a banquet, and they're he was he got a banquet in his honor, right? Yeah, and and he mentioned in the local newspaper. That's not three hundred dollars. I would not be three hundred dollars. I would not be mad if someone gave me three hundred dollars. Well, if if you if you help them out in the parking lot and they and they open their wallet and say, oh, hey, here's all the cash I've got on God. me, and they give you three hundred bucks, People. fine. But this is a rich guy whose life was extended uh, by the guy. And you want to, You guys are talking about how millennials are entitled. This entitled? motherfucker. If millennials ever knew how to save a guy's life, I would say give them the fucking keys to the city. No, I would not be mad if I did. Okay, because I'm gonna save somebody's life anyway. Like if I see someone's choking, I'm gonna do CPR. In them anyway. I don't. I don't think I deserve oh a reward God, for that. So 
I think such an angel. I think that if someone gave me three hundred dollars on top of that, it would be dope. Kind of cool. I don't. I don't necessarily think the guy and threw me a banquet and did all this other stuff. I think it would be dope. Okay, well, you, you know, your friend just that. didn't play that right because now he's got a connection to a guy who's really wealthy. You know, yeah, I, he he could uh, you know he could, he could uh, be in his will. Listen, I don't know if the guy was super wealthy, but I know. <laughs> I didn't say he was super wealthy. Yes, you did. Did I say super wealthy, or did I say he's probably a rich guy? He lived well, in you a didn't wealthy say probably. Area. You, you said probably. He... He was. Okay, let's say he was wealthy, or let's say he wasn't. If he has, if he has money to reward the guy, I'd rather him not give him anything. I'd be insulted if you gave me three hundred bucks. Did he pay oh, for that banquet? at three hundred dollars. Wait, seriously, all three of you are against <laughs> me on this. Give me three hundred dollars. All three of you are against me on this. Do you want to give me three hundred dollars? All three of you are against me on this. Yes, I'll absolutely. Tell you what, not one of you sees my point. No, he saved the guy's life, and the guy gives him three hundred dollars. Why like, are you that's scoffing like leaving at a, Just like leaving a tip of one dollar. That's <laughs> no, an insult. It's not. It's two hundred ninety-nine more dollars than three hundred dollars <laughs> for saving your life. I don't care. It's three hundred dollars more than I had before that, I did. You that. were gonna die. Uh, uh, look, all right, we want to hear from you, callers at, at home. Let, if, if, if one person out there is out is as outraged as I am, this is one of the few stories I've ever heard that blew my mind. I couldn't believe somebody's life was extended by a stranger. And no, no, not to say you need to give some uh, anyone money, but if you're going to, you're gonna give them three hundred. Not even What's round it up limit? to five hundred. Not even limit? round it up to three thousand, but three hundred dollars. Oh you don't know if this man actually. You are making up shit as you go. You don't even know if this man had money or not. Then why what is he throwing a banquet? What for if this him? is the last three hundred dollars he banquet. had? Yeah. So, so you're saying if he just threw in the banquet and didn't give him cash, that would have been better? Yes. Okay. Three hundred dollars? I don't know. You might be the worst. Three hundred dollars? Okay, you fucking rich motherfucker. Like I. <laughs> so, so Dude. if this guy, if this guy was like a multimillionaire or uh-huh. billionaire, three hundred dollars, I'd be like, okay, he's being a little cheap. But we don't even now. You've like deflated your own argument, which is like, well, I don't know if you if he was even that rich. I don't know rich. his exact financial situation, <laughs> but like he he threw an event for the guy. He because threw an you, event. You can if you're sounds... like in with like city council, you can make that happen for free I've made a lot of things happen for free so that's not outrageous either uh, spending tax dollars on a banquet and now he's giving three hundred dollars you're just jumping to conclusions jump 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 you're like what are you gonna say Alan I don't know this guy sounds very grateful for the for getting his life very grateful three hundred dollars he like by the way the the supermarket that where he passed out was one of these high end supermarkets it was Plum Market Plum Market I don't know if that's a national Oh, oh, the famous plum market. It was this is one of these. It was like Whole Foods, expen- maybe more expensive. So th- Ooh, the yeah. guy has money to blow. Is what that their it? slogan? Like Whole Foods, maybe more expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> what was this guy choking on in a fucking? Uh, he plum- was old. He had a heart attack or some shit. I don't know. Okay, you're I don't changing know what, it. You know CPR saves you from. He yeah, passed not, out. Not heart attacks. No. Okay. No. So <laughs> he passed out because he was old as dirt. He should have. Well, maybe the guy was not old, and maybe he was old, but maybe he was also poor, and he was. He's trying to eat because he's so fucking poor and he's just trying to get a few bites and he was choking because he thought saw someone coming. This guy saved his life. He saved a poor person's life and with his last $300... Well, he can go to Kroger or Ralph's as we call it on the West Coast if he's that poor. Why is he going to Plum Market? 
Because yeah. he wants the good shit. He wants okay. to extend his life Listen, a little bit. He I, wants it, to go panhandle in front of the rich people. You, you really? Panhandle. None of you sees my point no. about this? Rucka, it, on this own show, I brought in a story where a guy found a duffel bag of like $100,000 in the back Ooh. of a taxi cab. Uh-huh. And then the guy, the reward for returning $100,000 uh-huh. in the back of a taxi cab, which had no identification, he turned it into the police. The reward for that guy was a hundred dollars. Okay. Fuck that. I'm Fuck taking the hundred exactly. grand. Sorry, don't know that. That, okay. that I'm outraged you, about. Do you yeah. know what's even more valuable than a hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> I know life. Being alive, not, not dying. No, but was this guy not rich my or not? Life. Not my life. Why my does everything have to be about was he rich or not? Obviously, well, he had three hundred bucks to spare. Mo- so why? <laughs> maybe, I, how do you so, know? Well, maybe he couldn't spare more. Okay, Wait, you know what? You're right. He probably took out a second mortgage on his home so that he can give my friend this three hundred. He had to delay his retirement by by the rest of his life so that he could keep working. He's he's down at the factory right now trying to pay this off. Jesus Christ, you people are crazy. This guy who's choking because he's he's pocketing some stuff. This he's is, just bu- way, pushing food in his mouth. Unbelievable. You're wrong, and let's move on. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is exhausting. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> people that would that would keep a hundred grand that you found. You, you you don't think that some guy should give a, a stranger more than three hundred bucks for saving his life? But what you're saying is that you would rather hit him give him no money than three hundred more. I'd rather him give nothing <laughs> and thank him profusely rather than insult him with three hundred <laughs> bucks. How much would you give if someone saved your uh, life? How much would you give? At least a thousand. At least uh, depends. Depends well, uh, on my. Depends what, on what I can afford. But what, if I was, if I hold on, if I was a retired guy in a wealthy suburb, so presumably had a couple million in the bank. Presumably, yes, it's a presumption. That's not filthy rich, by the way. Having a, f- a couple million in the bank, it's definitely the. It's 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 a, a nice bracket to be in. But it's not like he's a a hundred million. It's not like he's a ten million. Like presumably has a couple million stashed you're away. You're making all this I up. Would, I would, <laughs> as you go, you're making dude, all. This, yeah. this dude threw a parade for your friend, yes. and then you're like upset that he wasn't and grateful and enough. This whole fucking parade was, was a build up to three hundred dollars. I would give the guy a few thousand at least. Oh my oh, god! Hold on, the guy's a was probably a fucking. My friend was probably a fucking student. I would definitely like put something towards his tuition or something. But, yeah. but he'd rather him give him nothing than three hundred. Mere a mere three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars oh is not. I would not it, be insulted because he could give him nothing. He didn't have to do any of listen, this. Shit it's not listen. generous. It's not generous. But it, it's, it's not. It's nothing. an insult. Listen, listen again. Oh my listen, god! Listen again, again. If the guy was revived and he told my friend, "Hey man, I want to thank you. Here's three hundred bucks." That that. That's cool, but for him to make a spectacle of it, to to to, to thank the guy and and call everyone's attention over to the fact Rucka, that he's I, about to hand him three hundred dollars. I say this is the same guy who says that I should have been happy with fifteen dollars for the fucking pet food. I saved a dog's life. Nothing. Fifteen dollars. I got zero. I, I didn't even I make didn't a minimize dollar. how they insulted uh. you. That sound it sounds kind of like it. <laughs> sounds a little bit like. How should, did it sound like that? If, if I got three hundred dollars for saving that dog's life, I'm like, all right, at least I got something. Dope. I got zero, zero amount of dollars. I'm sorry you went through that. Thank you. That's what I want. Uh, we're sorry for your sacrifice. <laughs> Thank you for okay. helping somebody. That's we, all we, he wanted was an yes. apology. Listen, I'm not I, saying. I accept, listen, by the way, I'm not saying everyone <laughs> needs to get a monetary reward for for do for saving dogs or saving men. I'm saying there's nothing men. more ridiculous than, so, than 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 throwing an entire spectacle to call attention to the fact that you are presenting this guy with three hundred dollars. That is ridiculous. He saved your life, and that's all. Well, that's what you're gonna give him? 
I'd rather you just, by the way, by the way, I, I, I'd rather the guy spend $100 on a really thoughtful gift for my friend. A really nice card from Hallmark would even make more sense than giving him $300 cash. That's right. ridiculous. Yeah. I, I Did this happen in the 90s? Because this, this might have been the worst thing. This was 2007 or 2008. Oh, Close so enough. there's uh, inflation. We have to adjust for inflation. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. You're right. Right. It, it, so he might as well have given him like $298. No, you're no, right. It's, it's inflation. It's up. It's oh, up. He gave so him yeah, like, yeah, like That's maybe, like saying uh, $315. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe like $345 sure. or something. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look up the story. We're going to look up the story I and get to the bottom corrected. of this. I'm going to find out. If this guy was rich... Then maybe Ruck yeah, has a point. Let's find out who this guy was. Good. We will. Yeah. All right. We'll find it out. I'm gonna look into Jesus the chronicles of, of Michigan. Nobody's with me on this. No. Unfucking believable. No. Unfucking believable. Ruck, do you want to do you want to give me three hundred dollars? Because I'll take it. If you make no. out with me when I'm passed out in the fucking supermarket and you save my life and I'm gonna throw a whole banquet and call attention to what happened here. Yeah, whatever. I'll still take the three hundred dollars. Did this did this start at you ranting about millennials being entitled? No, No, the dog thing. Because I I saved the dog for, and I got zero dollars for it. Again, my friend is not entitled to money. No, you are. He is entitled to being thanked, but to give him three hundred bucks is an insult when the guy probably has much more than that. I'm going to track this guy down. I'm going to have Please. him on the show. Let's have him on. We're going to have a huge episode about this guy. It's $300. You should a, do a, a nice... serial, you know, like yes. multi-part podcast Please. figuring yeah, out the story. Tracking him down, yeah. checking phone records. I, like finding I, his, I, talking I his friends somebody, and family. Somebody listening or watching the show, please let let me know I'm not alone on this. Yeah. Well, call in, guys. The phone number's at madcastmedia.com. Yeah. Maybe Olo can animate this one. Oh, my gosh. This would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> a, a 10 minute animation yeah. where it ends with all of us agreeing that you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on to some quick news headlines, though. Uh, I brought in a bunch of stories, but this episode's run long. I, I'm just going to read this one because I want to get your thoughts, Caitlin. This okay. is from Cosmo. Oh, good God. I'm so Cosmo. afraid. Cosmopolitan. Oh, Cosmopolitan Magazine, mm-hmm. which, full disclosure, I've written for them before. What? Whoa. Yeah. When? Back in 2007, 2008. Okay. I wrote an article. <laughs> I wrote an article for Cosmo. What was it about? Oh, it was hilarious. They, they reached out to me. They were like, hey, man. Hold on. What, what did they pay you in 2007 money? That was like $300? No. It was, fanta- it was fantastic pay. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the people, the editors or the publicist that reached out to mm-hmm. me, they're like, hey, Maddox, we want you to write an article for Cosmo. What are things that turn off guys when it comes to dating women? So I thought, you know what? I'm going to fucking do my research, which I always do. I went out to the grocery stores all around town yeah, buying every... Nobody was passed out. Every, <laughs> no, because if I got $300, that'd be an insult, a smack in the face. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So you, go, you went to the grocery store. I bought every issue of Cosmopolitan that was out on the stands and the back issues. And so I, I got like three, four hold I- on. issues. Hold what? on. Sorry to interrupt. You were hired by Cosmo to write an article for Cosmo. Yes. And you went out and bought a bunch of copies of Cosmo to do research for this article. Yes. Correct. Go on. I, yeah. I, I think he's getting to the point. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's this is right. your research. This is research. I'm You're reading, reading, Cosmo. reading Cosmo to help you research to write an article, article for Cosmo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's cool. Cool. Oh. One, once again, nobody's with me on this. <laughs> no, no, no. Once again, I'm all alone. <laughs> you wrong ass motherfucker. Let's no, go, right? Maddox. <laughs> no, he's getting to it. I'm okay. pretty sure yeah. he's getting to well, it. Okay. So I bought all these uh, articles, these, these, in these magazines, and I started reading them, and I, I learned something very quick about Cosmo. They publish the same article yeah. over mm-hmm. and over and over again. In fact, the article they hired me to write was already published in an episode a month ago. An episode a- a- of an Cosmo? Issue, an issue yeah. a month ago. Oh, God. The voicemail's correcting me. Yeah. So, 
so I started doing research and then I, I wrote this article and it was I thought it was very edgy, very irreverent, would not fly today probably, but it oh. was I, I turned it in and the publisher, the editor, wrote came back to me. They're like, What what don't you like about women? I'm like, they complain about our ball smell oh, and uh, <laughs> shit like that and, and that they uh you know, that they want us to uh compliment their decor and it, it's always corny zen shit okay whatever fucking patriarchy fucking <laughs> asshole exactly see so i turned in this article and they wrote back and they said well how about these changes and they were like a little bit a little bit different i said okay this is fine and then uh they sent me another draft and they're like how about these changes and I'm like i don't know and then i stopped hearing from them and then i thought well i don't know maybe i got it maybe i didn't they sent me a paycheck uh about a month later the article came out and it was Unrecognizable. Oh no! Sure. Anything well, they I've changed written. it, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah, they called they called women. I, I refer to women as women. They said, um, "Lady, uh, yeah, these, lady." <laughs> <laughs> here's what guys are looking for in chicks, and mm. then uh, and then say, and then and then it, every time I I referred to man as a man, they refer they changed to dude. And uh, guy, it's frat bro. Your dude, your dude hates it when you do uh, this. Your dude hates yeah. it when you do that. And I was like, I was kind of pissed. I'm like, this doesn't sound like me. And then I got the paycheck. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the most money I've ever gotten for writing basically <laughs> like a page and a half of text. And then I got residuals. I, they published the article in their internationals uh, editions, and I got paychecks and I got paid. It was. Basically, more than a month and a half of rent for this one page and a half long article is the best ever. ever. I'll do that. Exactly, it was care. fantastic. I was Change like, "Yeah, my shit. I don't it was fantastic. care." Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, here's here's an article from Cosmo. Back to, uh, off away from that tangent. <laughs> I made a vibrating dildo in the shape of my husband's penis, and I have no regrets. Uh, <laughs> not as jarring as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine with this. That's yeah. You- yeah, you this brought is, Well, it's a headline. I'm fine with this. Keep it came going. up when I looked in. Is that a headline or is that like a, an editorial? Well, I just think as her husband, like she she made an exact copy of him that's better. You know, like yeah. how emasculating. He can't. Like, there's he no, can't make his dick vibrate. Like, I mean, well, if his, <laughs> well, he can't. Yeah, why? that's what I'm saying. He can't, but she can with this one. Like, yeah, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. So, is it the vibrating element that makes it better than than him? Because like, if she if she's well, it's him plus one, plus uh-huh. one vibrate. You know, you it's could, one, well, one better. Technically, right, right. you could oh, have sex with him and then use his vibrating dick. So it could be like him having two dicks. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna call bullshit on this article. So I'm gonna read a little bit of it because it's this this article is just all over the fucking place. Especially yeah. the write the writing is so bad. It starts out with this. The second word is a terrible pun. It says. Let's pump right into this because mm-hmm. there's no way to sugarcoat it. Pump right into it. Pump. And they even put an asterisk. This woman put an asterisk next to the word pump. Pump. Ooh. And then you go down and look at what the asterisk said. And it said, that was not a typo. <laughs> Stop. It's too much. Whatever. I Move know. on. Let's not acknowledge this. Keep going. <laughs> she said, I, I made a mold of my husband's penis and then used that mold to create a neon pink glow in the dark vibrator. She says, I will start by saying that my husband is a brilliant kind gentle man mm. the kind of human who rescues wounded baby birds off the side of the road and nurses them back to health okay. and who cherishes nothing more than his library card and a mug of hot tea wait is she talking about her dude she's talking yeah, about her, her husband oh okay yeah. now her i understand dude. <laughs> her dude yeah <laughs> She her says, dude if you don't say dude we don't know yeah well her dude she says and i made this pure sweet lovely soul fuck of a tube of jail clone 
to pe- to clone his penis for my amusement. Soul fuck was really blew my mind there. That's too much. Soul fuck. <laughs> That's <laughs> this is this is what they're writing in Cosmo these days. Jeez. A far cry from the days when they published Maddox. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Giving you tips about ball sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she and there's a bunch in this article. I skipped down, and she has instructions on on her making this penis. And she made and, it herself. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You, get, you get a kit. And you make a clone of your husband's penis. And she talked in this article about how, first of all, the guy has to be hard. So she's like, sure. oh, I gave him a blowjob. And then, um, <laughs> but, you know, she didn't finish because she couldn't because he has to stay hard. So he ha- then he had to put his penis in this mold, in this cast. <laughs> Jesus keep Christ. your boner. Keep your exactly. boner. And, He's like, ah. and he, has to keep, he has to keep the boner for like two minutes. And she said she was like. Two whole minutes? How could you ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. Two in minutes. a vagina, maybe, but not in a fucking thing of plaster. Is it different? <laughs> no, it's no different. I don't think so. I, vagi- it's more I have sex tight with plaster it. every day. Yeah, yeah. a vagina is yeah. a little grittier, so <laughs> it's more sandpapery. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. So, so he's he's got his so he's got his penis in this cast for two whole minutes, wow. and then she says, oh, and he, he, she had to keep it hard, so she was like running around the house, playing with her boobs, trying to make him like. I'm like, this would not. Jesus this Christ. is this would not be working for me, and so finally. It was enough time, and then he he uh, you know he was done. He made, she poured the latex stuff in there, the silicon, whatever. Awful. This whole description is awful. And then at the end, she shows it. She shows. <gasps> I want to uh, see it. Her husband's dildo. I want to see it. I'll link to the article. It's not safe for work, I guess. Well, it, yeah, no, but I want to see him. It looks right gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even. It's not even a Does good looking look penis. Like well, well now you're insulting her husband. Yeah, I know. Okay, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> It's not even a good-looking penis, and she's like, "It's the perfect penis." And I'm like, "This is first of all, no, and you don't really think this." Cause Are you an expert on the perfect penis? Am he I? Is. Yeah. Yes. I've okay. Seen my, I've seen my own. Uh, <laughs> oh my says here, I don't know how often I'll be fucking myself with my husband's disembodied penis, but maybe you'll be more into it than I am, and I have to respect that because you're clearly a fucking boss. So she, how did she make it a vibrator? What she put in there to make it vibrate? I think the kit comes with a <gasps> vibrating. A yeah. It's a so kit. have you heard of this thing called clone a willy? That's what it is. It's a clone a willy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you yeah. can make it out of chocolate too. Really? Yeah. You could do it with the, it's called clone a pussy. You could do it with vagina also. Really? They do that with <laughs> with vagina, with flannel. <laughs> with vaginas? But wouldn't you with just, a vagina. V- that, sounds, vagina. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Well, you wouldn't you just get a yeast infection because you're putting a bunch of oh. food in your. No, you're not putting it up in. You're just sitting it on top of but it. But some of it probably gets in there. No, I don't know what you think a vagina is like this vast wide opening <laughs> sucking everything up. That's not how it is. You just sit it on top. <gasps> That's not what it is. <laughs> a little bit uh, uh what's what's the what's that movie Teeth where the vagina oh, has vagina te- has teeth inside. Yeah. yeah. What's a, there, there's a technical word for that. Oh, well. Vagina dentite or something like that. So, That's dope. I want dent- that. So no, bad. it scares it scares every man. I know. That's <laughs> every why I man. Want it. That's why I want to have. Yeah. It. Every every straight man, not not gay, gay men, don't give a shit. Have teeth on your teeth vagina. Butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Lance Bass would not care. Is he gay? Is he gay? You saw him at a gay bar. Yes, that's what we were talking about. He's, gay. he's out of the closet. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. He's been out for a while. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Anyway, predictions, Maddox. Predict. <laughs> no, no, Predict predicting. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you, Caitlin Hall and Alan Denton, for coming on the show. Thanks. We yeah. will link to both of your social media. We'd love to have you on again. This is a very fun episode. Thank you to my Maharaja of Moderation. Yeah. Raka Raka Ali. Yeah. Happy birthday, sir. Thanks, bro. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, but most of all. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, Maddox. 
I'm just wondering if you could tell me what kind of oil you use that you get 30,000 miles oh my God. between oil changes. Another one, another one. And then here's one last call. This one's uh, about pets. You know, I can't even explain why I like dogs. Because both of mine are just the biggest fucking idiots. No! <laughs> Bingo! I think that's what people like about dogs, is that they're so dumb. You're just trying to validate your own point. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's, I do. Yeah, that's this whole thing. Yeah. It's not real. It's not credible. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye! Madcast Media Network. <laughs> <laughs>